recording. Troy Field in the house on the blue couch. Actually, first time in the new studio from what I understand. Welcome, Troy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Last time I was up in the little nook yeah. of your house. That was the, bird, the, the crow's nest. <laughs> yeah. I always uh, called it the Buddha room. The Buddha room. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. You like that? Yeah. A little double. And we had, I'm not sure what mics we had. I think we had the, the handheld. The, the lav mics. Oh. Maybe. Dropped them on. We've gone through a lot of evolutions. We had, because we had Brad's mics for a while. Which yeah. Nice. Which was basically this, right? Yeah. And then we had the lav mics. And then on the Friday night, we are just pass them around now we're here well you did the one where you had like what was it rosie taylor's and then nick was somehow like on like nick, on some like weird stool in, uh, <laughs> passing the mic passing yeah. a lav mic <laughs> nick had like a little beach chair yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> our, our ghettoist setup and our best episode ever probably by far that's the one the most re- requested to happen again yeah we should we should know what episode number that is just so people can go back yeah just Google drinking whiskey with the crabs on oh, Sandcast, and yeah. that's it. It'll come up. And then uh, we were talking about earlier we need to do more Friday night episodes, you know, because we're, we're all done with training for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when things get weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honesty <laughs> comes out. That's, <laughs> that's why I thought you had been here before, for one of those yeah. weird Friday night sessions. You're usually around for those. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of, like, the Hot Ones uh, interview where they, like, do all the hot wings. Oh, it's, like, gotcha. it's, like own, it's like their own version like, of... Uh, what hot episode? <laughs> yeah. We've been doing hot episodes? The, uh, yeah, hot yoga. Oh, yeah. thanks, Troy. You, you, but it's, you it's like, it's, been doing it's like a legal form of like intoxication on YouTube. You know, you're like, you're so, you're eating these hot wings right. and they're having like... It looks terrible. Yeah, but you get to the end and you're just like, you're like delusional, like, what did you ask me? And you right. could get something honest. Right, right, the same right, thing yeah. as like, if you were drinking whiskey, you're like... You know, and maybe you get a little tipsy at the end. Yeah. You're like, oh, who cares? I'll save this. Yeah. But like, it's so spicy that you're like, I, this needs to be done. Like, I'll answer anything. Like, just let's get to the end. How many questions? Yeah. That's a good point. That's how we get the get the true personalities out of some of these players who are a little, a little locked up. Yeah, maybe you sprinkle just something in the water. Yeah. yeah. That's what Taryn's idea was just have hot seat. Just everyone rips like two shots or has two glasses of wine, and then you put one person in the hot seat and just grill. Mm. That's what Taryn wanted to do. And then, of course, she volunteered hold, Kristen. Hold them, uh, yeah, I think I that was more that. just teeing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kristen, this is an idea I signed us up for. Of course, two shots to Kristen is probably like eight to a normal-sized yeah, yeah. human. Yeah. <laughs> Something tells me that she could sneakily just Yeah, I wouldn't want to challenge down. her. She's kind of like a sneaky badass. Yeah. yeah. Just like her shots game. <laughs> yeah, the way she sees the game. I'll never forget watching uh, the women's final right before Chicago? you guys played. Yeah. yeah. We were all up in the booth. It was like me, Casey Patterson, the McKibbins, and we were just talking about like we were all astounded in how she sees the game. She's yeah. like eight feet off the net, like uh, easy drop, and then boom, just yeah, or somehow like cutting, magically like doubles timing. up. Yeah. and we're like, what did you, like, what went through your brain back yeah. there right. on defense? Like it's crazy. It's just there's so much respect to her for her size, but it's like the mental side that I don't think really anybody yeah. pays attention. It's like how. I know. Yeah. And Casey, like, does weird stuff back there, too. He kind of, like, wait, you know, mm. he's not the quickest guy on the, on the planet, but, like, <laughs> he, his reading, you know, is, yeah. is really good. Yeah. And uh, and even him, he was just astounded Yeah, at her. He has a double, double her wingspan. Yeah. And stride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Kristen takes four steps for Casey to just fall over. They're yeah. in the same spot. And Kristen's faster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, if you told Casey to fall and Kristen to take four steps, I'd say Kristen wins. Yeah. 
It's so funny though, because Jake McNeil, who loves watching Kristen play, but he's just like, I can't get behind her being one of the best teams in the U.S. I just, it's she can't sustain it. It's impossible, but she still sustains it. Yeah, when you <laughs> have a wins. winning percentage of like seventy five percent in your entire beach volleyball career, like yeah. It's hard to question that. Yeah, it keeps happening. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's over. The question's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it keeps happening. Yeah. Now they did it on the world think, tour. Yeah. I'd be yeah. curious to see the stat of like how many times she could lose in a row, and still have a better win percentage, <laughs> right. than like most well, like we, all these teams. Are we including like? like uh, are we including college? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll include that. Absolutely. College, you, her and Taryn were undefeated their senior year. Yeah. And she was like 146 and 10 or something. College is a yeah. little tricky because it's, 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 it's so new that, like, it's hard to compare Sarah Hughes' records to, like, Kristen and Taryn's. Yeah. Because who's a better – like, if Kristen and Taryn were around, then obviously college beach volleyball is, is way deeper. Right. Yeah. Every year, like, doubles in depth. Yeah. Whereas when Sarah was young, it was like, oh, Sarah Hughes yeah. is the next Misty May. And yeah. She's just shredding everybody. There's only, like, <laughs> yeah. four teams that could possibly even compete. Yeah. But then Sarah and Kelly, they they were still playing when you could do like the best uh, pairing. Yeah. But then Kristen and Taryn didn't get that chance. Right. I think they need to bring that back. I think that's way more fun to be like, all right, our school may, might not have been, you know, whatever. We didn't win the national championship, but yeah. we had a team go yeah. and win. Well, so that what they did, they added yeah. a pairs national championship in the fall. Uh, so they did one in Huntsville. It was the first one this year. And it was like something like a 48 team so maybe 64 team hmm. thing and i think uh kylie deberg and ellie shank one lsu team hmm. yeah ellie shank i think that's she, her name i think so what how's her name. passing yeah <laughs> that's tough that's a tough i mean because if she made shirts name. you're like oh that's a fun volleyball shirt you're like no oh, this is like my apparel what like, an opportunity is, oh that's funny yeah like oh, it's a good one what an opportunity that is yeah i mean time to get on it shank times another one <laughs> yeah shank with a nail the commentator's dream shank, shank. yeah shank 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 and jake spiker gibb are you kidding me? yeah yeah what just i know up. there's so many it would be a bummer to name your kid something in hopes that like like you know you have a kid coming actually I, i've really considered naming my kid air air airborne but then you know Oh, air. I We're said, white, I thought so error. I, no, in my house, air. I was like, error. I was like, oh. Airborne. <laughs> Airborne. But then if you can't jump, it's like, ugh. yeah. My daughter, I think she's more of an artist so so far. <laughs> Stroke. So it's a little bit of a risk there. <laughs> I think Ace, you know, he was a tennis player Ace or, or a volleyball player. Ace, is, Ace yeah. is a well-rounded name. Perfect. Good sports name. They'll probably take up swimming or something We're, like that. Me and are still yeah. taking nominations. So probably take oh, up there swimming. you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Ace. Ace and Ash. Yeah, <laughs> professional swimmer. Great, perfect. <laughs> kind of works for all of it. Yeah. yeah, Ace would be a good one. I, don't, I couldn't like do the first name and say it with a straight face because it would just be, oh, hello, Ace. Like... <laughs> would never get every ace ventura quote in my whole life would just come out and be like i couldn't do it so something ace but you and travis are just the yeah yeah well uh, quote guys we might get a lot of that yeah here, we folks. might yeah there's a lot of quick references that'll fly through i remember i watched the office so much and all my friends knew that it was like my favorite show mm -hmm. still is 
Um, but I would say something funny and they're like, oh, what episode's that from? I was like, no, I, I, I made that, that up. <laughs> that one was me. Like, <laughs> and they're like, no, you didn't. I was like, guys, I swear. And they're like, no. And so that's the downfall of the movie quotes. If you have something good original, they're like, mm, where's that from? The worst part about dropping a movie quote is when you drop it on someone who isn't a movie person. So Delaney never, oh, yeah. she doesn't get hardly anything I say. But my little brother, mm. when he'd be cracking up, because that's how me and my brothers just talk to each other. It's just through movie quotes. I, I'm just trying to think of, because you, you go movie quotes all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'd imagine that a few of those probably would have went over Chase's head last year, and you were trying to make a joke, and Chase just kind of looked. I could like, picture him just staring at you and just <laughs> shaking his head and walking away. Yeah. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> But then uh, that even gives you an opportunity to, to drop a little Grinch Jim Carrey quote. You're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, he sees idiot. you up. How deep could you go? And you're just like, this guy's crazy. No, but with Chase and I, we actually, actually, oddly enough, every time we travel together, we would always watch um, some like really funny movies. Like I yeah. remember, oh gosh, where are we? Might have been uh, Rwanda, Africa. We watched all of the hangovers okay. again. And then he's a huge... Vince Vaughn, like Owen Wilson, like mm. when those guys were, you know, ruling Wedding comedy. Wedding Crashers, yeah. that kind oh of stuff. Oh my gosh. They were like the Phil and Raji. Yeah, I mean, my still watch. favorite, I think that trip, we watched The Internship, you oh, know, yeah. so, which a lot of people haven't seen, so if you haven't seen that movie, it I highly recommend good. Underrated. Sneaky underrated, good, but it's good. the, I, we, I could like, and it's funny because we, we had like similar tastes in comedy, so, but just like movie quotes was not, you know, how we communicated. Right. Um, but yeah, the scene where they're on the Zoom call and they're talking about the blender. I'm not going to ruin it, but I I was literally crying and Chase is dying laughing. And yeah, we fell asleep watching a movie every night. And it was always kind of the same thing. We always wanted to watch the same thing. It was yeah. more older movies, but yeah, quotes was never. It's on the line. A-Rob. A yeah. A-Rob was a good movie quote guy. Yeah. Um, Rich Lanborn, I think, is the one person that we always speak in He's movie the king. quotes. And it's funny because when me and Rich commentate together, half the time we're just commentating in movie quotes. And I don't yeah. know if the listeners are probably like, who are these? Chinese and you have clowns? an international <laughs> listening like yeah. audience. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like. Sorry like if you guys don't like Mr. Hollywood. American cinema. But. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll say a movie quote and like not expect everyone to get it. I say it and I look around like he just made right. a joke and you're yeah. like, did you get that? <laughs> and he just says it and we'll just keep going on with the conversation. Yeah doesn't care just it's, yeah, your, it's your fault if you don't get it <laughs> your loss <laughs> well how uh how has this off season been for you oh it's been... you back in the sand again yeah i didn't think that was gonna happen um <laughs> i back. uh yeah i was uh just trying to figure out honestly life i feel um as you get older and you know i didn't really like play a bunch of world tour but it was probably my yeah. first year where i'd say i was i played a lot yeah um but i wouldn't say like you know i got experience it obviously didn't get experience a lot of the elite 16s and get to go to you know Stad and what's it called and uh you know world champs and all that stuff um but i was like man like you know it didn't make as much you know it didn't change my money it didn't really uh i did make more which was great you know it's always fun in volleyball but i was really thinking about trying to find some sort of consistency yeah. You know, it is tough when you you know play volleyball and you're paying the bills and that is, you know, you are a true professional volleyball player. <laughs> right. um, and uh, I'm very fortunate that that is my job, you know, but at, you're thinking about bigger things, having yeah. a, a wife and kids, having a house, 
all these little things. Like if you yeah. just want to pay month to month and you know, or like pay rent and all that stuff, yeah. then sure, you can yeah. play a beach volleyball professionally by all means. Um, you know, but getting up there, you know, turn twenty nine in December, and so the dirty thirties around the corner, it's terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, I just didn't, didn't really know what I want to do. I was thinking about work and thinking about just you know, really kind of taking a break or. Um, not like hanging it up entirely, but, you know, giving up on the Olympics and just focusing on domestic and pulling like the Tim Baumgren. That was right, kind of right. where my brain was, was heading. And Billy Allen, we do these, you know, the volleyball vacations down yeah. in south of the border. And we were just talking, he's like, I just don't really think if you were to just, you know, not like give up on it, but if you were to change, you know, career paths, but you don't have something to really fall back on at the moment is why not just keep playing? And then, as you're playing, you're building up whatever if you want to do a career, if right. you want to chase the Olympics and you want to do all that. Right. You're at least doing something as you're doing it, mm-hmm. not just like, all right, I'm going to cold turkey cut and then yeah. go into the real world. And then Ty Trambley's always like, you want to be like the regular human? Like, you just want to be average? You want to put on a suit? <laughs> he went deep. He's like, you don't want to be spectacular? <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. But, you know, he has a point, not that we chase that, but it's just talking to so many people who are successful and they have the money and they have all these different things, they right. would trade that in a heartbeat for what oh, we get to do. 100%. And, you know, the talent, the ability, the skill, the health, like there's so many things that we do on a day-to-day basis. Yes, more money would be amazing. We can talk about that for hours. But right. just that is a privilege and a blessing in itself. And uh, so it made me not really think about uh, a partner. And, you know, when you're normally training, you don't have a partner. It's tough because yeah. you're out there kind of like hey you want to get out you're doing all these different things and then jose with the developmental team a national developmental program yeah. or whatever him and fiapo it's made the search for a partner just less pressurized because you know five days a week i'm getting out two hours a day two and a half hours a day and it's all everything that i'm working on so it's really been a fun off season because i just get to focus on me like i want to be the best player i can be that if something was to ever happen with a partnership, you know, not hoping for any breakups, but if there was, that I can, you know, kind of hit the ground running and I'm I'm yeah. the best version of myself. You don't put any pressure on your partner like, right. oh, how do you like your sets? You know, are you totally. are you in the gym? Or yeah. like, are we going to do this? It's like, no, I clock in and then I go to the gym or I go do yoga or I'm doing something else or, you know, finding some sort of... So I'm just trying to get as good as I can right yeah. now. And I think that's been so much fun. Yeah. Um, instead of... You know, the, the balance that partnerships have, especially 100%. in a new partnership. Yeah. I know you're kind of dealt with that. Yeah, well, I've actually experienced that not for the first time, but like for the first time in a long time because Trev didn't want to play the end of the season, right? So, I, I mean, I had in the back of my mind maybe I wanted to make a partner change, but his season was done a month before mine. So I was still training to play with Hayden in that event, and Hayden mm-hmm. wasn't here. So I was like, oh, perfect. Like, this is cool. I get to work on myself. Yeah. Like, who cares what who my partner is? I'm not going to, like, train to to adapt to Hayden necessarily. I p- played with you. I played with a lefty. <laughs> uh, but that was, yeah, it was totally like different perspective, kind of a relief on my head just to like work on my own stuff, not have any real pressure to, because when you're, when you're on a team, like the way to succeed is creating a team. Like yeah, like a, a system. A system and a team that's synergistic. And for me, even like goes well beyond those two guys on the court. Um, but it was, it was pretty freeing and like, I felt like I was able to kind of see different parts of my game that, that I could unlock or like, Oh, I don't need to force that to be a part of my game. Like that's not necessary or something like that. So 
I think it's probably lucky that you were kind of in that state where it's like sometimes you have to take two steps or one step backwards to take one, uh, yeah. two steps forward. And for me, it's, even when I got sick, it was like the most valuable thing because I actually like stepped back and looked at everything with, from a bird's eye view and like, mm-hmm. who am I? What am I doing? Am I just going down this pipeline because this is what volleyball players do? Yeah. Or am I creating it for myself? And just having that in the back of my mind as I recreated my career helped me to like, like this kind of stuff showed up. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, I don't want to just be at the end of my career and then I have nothing, no experience. I didn't build anything. I don't have anything to transition into my next, whatever happens next. Yeah. So I want to be doing things while I'm playing so that I'm learning and like ready to transition if I want to or need to. And those things, just like having it on, on my mind made it so they like started to happen organically. Yeah. And then I, wanted to still commit to volleyball and like make that the main thing but these other things started growing around it and now like five years past that it's like wow they actually actually turned into something yeah (laughs) Yeah. things are working (laughs) stuff like this even sponsorships like planting seeds early on learning marketing and like what that's all about Mm -hmm. even the improv classes i took back in the day the broadcasting classes i took like now i know that if i wanted to i could hit up whoever beach volleyball or ABP and, and be a decent option for yeah. them to like put me back on the mic and do that kind of thing. Or I don't know, you know, it's just, I think just having that open mindedness and not thinking I'm going to go down the pipeline is huge. So yeah, like, you don't want to like create more spinning plates for yourself, but creating more opportunities in the future. You know, you're like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to get into videography. I'm going to do broadcasting. You have like all these different things and then it hurts your career. Like you're, yeah. you're playing. And I, that's what I was more scared of. It's like, I don't want to, do all these things and then just be the average player. Um, well, it's about learning. I think the most valuable part about all of it is just learning more about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I? What excites me? If you're not, yeah, I want to grind at something, but if I'm grinding at something I don't love, I'm going to lose the energy. I'm not going to be successful. At yeah. it. I'm not going to be elite at it. So how can I make, like, obviously, it's clear. Everybody knows you love playing beach volleyball. Oh, yeah. We can see it. But you have to do it in your own way mm-hmm. and all that. So I think it's it's productive sometimes to step back and be like who is troy field why do i do this what parts of it do i love and what parts of it am i do i want to commit fully to and then maybe let go of other parts that are like pulling me but i don't love it something like that i don't know i found myself last year you know you play with chase and uh it's kind of like my first partner where it's like the kind of elite status i guess if you will and i felt that i was you know Kind of like in my mind, I was like, well, I'm the guy. Like, um, <laughs> I'm here now. Mm-hmm. And it took away from the, not like the, un, like not the underdog really, but just like the appreciation for being there. Cause I remember, you know, kind of like my career coming up, I was like helping you guys at USA practice, mm-hmm. just like the body. I was like shagging balls right. at USA and then end up playing with Tim. And then now we're like playing each other in tournaments. And it felt like this thing was like, okay, I'm not not at the point where I'm shagging balls anymore yeah. for like. Well, you also dip- made a final pretty early on, right? Where it's like, yeah. you put a lot of pressure on yourself by succeeding so early on. Yeah. You're like, oh, I, now I, here's yeah. the bar. Finals yeah. is the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was the player that now people wanted to beat. Right. Um, you know, you're the qualifier guy. You see the number, the seed, and you're like, oh, I, I'm going to beat these guys. I'm going to yeah. beat this. But once you kind of get there, then now everybody's doing that for you like we tim and i 
you know, we were the, I think, coming into Hermosa after that year. It was a watered-down tournament, but we were the number one seed, and it was like, holy oh, wow. cow. Like, yeah. we're the number one seed of an AVP. <laughs> and But now it's like we get the qualifier team that's like, we're going to just end this guy's tournament. You know, right, like, it's yeah. just like, and I feel like I lost that. I feel like I lost the uh, just appreciation. You know, there was just little things in my career, like, Helping out anybody, playing with anybody, playing in a CBVA. Like I was like, a CBVA is like below me. Like I would never play in a CBVA. And this is like, you know, I just, those thoughts kept creeping in my head. And then after, um, you know, not having a partner and kind of, you know, finding yourself, finding your own game, I was like, no, like I loved volleyball way more when I was that, I'll play with anybody. I'll do anything I can. I'm so thankful for an opportunity to come out on a court. You know, not like people should text me to practice. It's right. like, I don't care. I don't care. It's like, <laughs> I wasn't so far down that road. But I'm just saying like those things started to come into my brain. Yeah. And it's like, I know it's not who I am. Mm. Um, that's not the player I want to be. Like if the a team that might not be as valuable, you know, for kind of what I set forth in my practice plan for that week, asked me to practice. Like now I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Because I don't have a partner because you don't have that right, partner. Right, but yeah. again, when you're with your partner, you got to pick and choose. Like it is really hard it when is. you set up practices because you're like, this team wants to go, but you know they may not be good at this. But oh, I'm going to use this team and I'm going to use them for their serving. Yeah. Like they're a really good serving mm -hmm. team, so we're going to practice them because we need their serving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, and but I was always the filler guy. Like I would always help out in different things and want to be that guy because I know when I was up and coming, I was that for a lot of teams. So like, oh, we have this Troy guy. Nobody knows who he is, yeah, he, and we'll just bring him big, out. Big. You know, he's really unorthodox. He's going to do some weird stuff, but it could help us win and bring you home medals. You can hit like world tour angles and like hit at the height of world yeah, tour so, guys and all that. And so I never wanted to lose that. Like even I told you and came, I was like, "Hey, you guys need a body. Like yeah. I'll come out and whatever, do anything mm -hmm. with you guys, like block or whatever." Because it, I see it now as an opportunity to, mm -hmm. oh, I can get better at my blocking, hitting, serving, right. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, that's what's nice to just not lose. It's just like, oh, like, got these developmental, going and helping these guys, you know, mm -hmm. these up and coming uh, athletes, giving them some tips and tricks versus so focused on my game. Because mm -hmm. I don't really, I don't have the mental capacity to really kind of like think about anybody else. I was right. so focused on trying to play defense yeah. and, you know, you're now playing for points and yeah. that puts you in a certain thing oh, with na the sure national team like selfish yeah selfish sure. in, in volleyball is a necessity at times yeah, yeah. oh for sure and it's hard because well, it's, it's a competition yeah we're all yeah that's your job yeah. is to make you and your partner better yeah. than yeah. everyone else which i always hated like not cheering for everybody i mean it's such a bummer no oh, to totally. cheer against people in a tournament it'd be it's so fun like, if we could yeah you ask your soul it <laughs> you know i remember when i was in when me and A-Rob were traveling around, and I was so close to the stipend, and I was just rooting so hard for, because Kalinske was 12, and I was rooting so hard for him to lose. Like, I feel, I need to, like, wash my hands. Yeah. I feel so <laughs> bad. Yeah. It's a weird thing. <laughs> it is weird. I feel like some of us are a bit bred for it a little bit more than others. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Like, I'm way too nice. Well, like, us, <laughs> us Hawaii guys have yeah. been going at each other's throats forever, mm -hmm. and we just under, like... Like Trevor, literally, his like motto to himself is like, "It's your fault if you take it personally. None, nothing's personal." Yeah, that's like his motto. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna take anything personal. You can't take anything personal. If you take it personally, pff, that's you. That's like he, he's already won. Like, yeah, like in his right. brain. Like yeah. he's like, well, I'm one step ahead of you. Then, yeah. <laughs> if you take it personally, then I'm already that's winning. Your fault. But Trev has a good. He can take it personally when he needs to to use that. 
Oh yeah, like MJ. Mm-hmm. I took that personally. Oh, <laughs> we mean he like makes uh, makes that thing up about the guy. Yeah, he's like you said this about me. Exactly. He's like I never said that. Like, and he's like, it. yeah, I just made it up, but that <laughs> made me like train harder. Yeah, and everyone didn't fess up to that. Like thirty five years yeah. later, crazy. <laughs> but I respect Trevor now. The more I get to know him, and the more I like hang out with him. Obviously, in the beginning, you're like the never Trevor things come out, and yeah. I wasn't even playing, you know, pro when those were coming out. But it was just crazy to see, and you know, he is the, he is the bad guy of the tour, but like. Yeah. You, you see his game and you're like, how is this guy mm-hmm. so good? Yeah. And then you're like, this guy's really good. Like his <laughs> yeah. side out is really good. He has the, that same feel for the game that Taylor has. Like yeah. they grew up with it. It just Their looks has way it. more stiff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> and Taylor's like, like nice and fluid. <laughs> yeah. But Trevor does, like I, we play, I mean, we played a lot against you guys last year. But even just watching, you know, the way he passes, it's never like the calm and like Chase Frischman like no, no, cushion. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break from the show, not just any break. This is the Waiakea water break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waiakea.com. Thank you guys, the listeners, for giving support to the sponsors, which then allows us to continue supporting us. It's a virtuous cycle. We love it. We love that you're listening. We love that the sponsors are on board. And we love that Wilson Volleyball has been with us since day one. Almost five years now, Wilson has been working with the boys, and we love those guys. We love the volleyballs they make, the ball carts they make. We love the apparel that they make. I saw Troy Field playing golf with the golf clubs that they make. We love Wilson. Love everything they got, love everything they put out there, and as do you. And to get a 20% discount of all Wilson materials, just the volleyball stuff, get use the discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson materials. I mean, I'd say that off-season's coming up, but there's really no off-season. But at this point in the year, you probably need to restock up on volleyballs. I know I have. I just put in an order for 15 more. It's about time for you to do the same. So use the discount code SANDCAST-20 to restock on all Wilson volleyballs, the best beach volleyball in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. And guess what? Try and I just signed on another year-long contract with Athletic Greens, keeping the partnership going because it is one of the best partnerships we could have for this podcast. If you guys aren't on Athletic Greens yet, if you're not taking those scoops of those green veggies, I cannot recommend it enough. I haven't been sick in two years because of Athletic Greens, and we bring it on the road. They have these awesome little travel packs that they bring. you can bring on the road with you. I bring them everywhere. I haven't missed a day in the last year and a half or so pretty much ever since me and try started working with them it's basically a multivitamin the the best multivitamin on the block 
It's cheap. It's less than $3 a day, which it might sound expensive, but if you're investing in your health, it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit. It's cheaper than the lattes and it's way better for you. All right. It's, it's the, the best all-in-one nutritional insurance you can get. I mean, Joe Rogan, he has it. Tim Ferriss is promoting it. Michael Gervais promoting it. Andrew Huberman's promoting it. All the big dogs are. We're just the little dogs here at Sandcast, and we're promoting it, and we stand by it. Me and Tri, we've been healthy all season long despite playing two huge schedules this year, and Tri's got another couple big ones coming up with Olympic qualifying. And the best way we're fueling ourselves, Athletic Green. And you can fuel yourself the same way by using our code athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that's where you get our partner deal. You will get five free packs and a year's supply of their vitamin D. That is a year's supply of vitamin D. Now, we're on the beach. We get a lot of it anyway, but you can always use more. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your overall health. So that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. That's where you will find our partner deal. So I cannot encourage you enough to pick up some athletic greens today. If you love the podcast and want to show how much you love the podcast, then get some Sandcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got tank tops, we've got coffee mugs, hats, long sleeves, sweatshirts, backpacks, you name it. If you go to sandcastmerch.com, you can find virtually anything you want. And if there's nothing in our store that you don't that you want, you can just send us an email and we'll make it for you. That's how easy it is. So if you want to rock your the merch of your favorite podcast today, tomorrow, whenever you want to get it, go to sandcastmerch.com and start rocking some Sandcast apparel. Looking for a book to read? Well, I know the absolute perfect one. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you are obviously a volleyball fan of some sort, be it indoors or beach volleyball. And that means that you have probably heard of a guy named Ken Steffes. And if you haven't, well, you can flip open our book, Kings of Summer. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can find our book, Kings of Summer, The Rise of Beach Volleyball. Now, Ken, he didn't do interviews for like 20 years after his retirement when he was 30. He's the most dominant beach volleyball player of all all time. He won more than half the tournaments he played. He won the 1996 Olympic gold medal with Karch Karai, and we wrote all about it. We had the first inside look of the rise of beach volleyball from the first professional tournament in 1976 up until those 1996 Atlanta Games, the first that beach volleyball was in the Olympics. I had an absolute blast working on this book with Kent, and Kent had a blast writing on it. He's been writing a ton on Facebook. He is back in the beach volleyball game, and the best, I mean, it's honestly... You know, it's the work that I'm probably more proud of than anything that I've done because it, it had interviews from all the greats. It had Sinjin Smith, it had Karch Karai, it's got Randy, Dodd, Hovland, and then Kent's there the whole time, his voice going in and out and writing it with me. And if you're a fan of old school beach volleyball, if you're a fan of beach volleyball at all, if you're a fan of volleyball or the Olympics or just stories of greatness, that is the one for you. So go ahead, go to Amazon and pick up a copy of Kings of Summer today. But with these Brazilian guys, you talk to them and it's just like attack the serve, you know, like, you know, and do that. But it was always a good pass. Mm. Like when he jumped past with you, I was just like, man, this guy's, but it's in the right spot every time. Yeah. And he comes in hard and he just the way he shoots and he sees the game, like he's good. He's a good player. He's got the lamest serve I've ever seen in my life. And it's <laughs> tough to pass. Yeah. His line to line is perfect. Yeah. So I think it's just like, he just kind of lulls you to sleep with oh, this 100%. like almost just lackadaisical look, but he's, you know. I think he's one of the best side out players that we have, you know, in the United States. And it's 
But it, yeah, it took a lot to say that. Yeah. Like after a while. Let's see if you can do it off the <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't even like to take credit. For it. <laughs> no, it, it was before me too. Yeah, I was like, man, this guy, dang it. I like him. Like so many people, yeah. I used to be like, I hate Trevor. It's and funny when, when it's a like, guy's a high line guy too, it's like, I'm just, I'll just run for the high line more often. Like it, it seems mm-hmm. so easy to like stop a high line guy, yeah. right? Oh. No. But he's 50 shades of line. He's got the high line. He's got the little chizzy line. Right. He's got the fast line. He's mm-hmm. got the line well, that's somehow a... inside your other hand. Mm-hmm. It's like the seam line. He's all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, replay of we played in Hermosa. We played after the crappiest draw in the world. Um, but I just kept dashing for the line, and he was just like, thung, thung, thung. And, you know, he's chirping at me and telling me, you know, yeah. but it was just like, dang it. Like in my brain, I was like, he's going to do a line. And then, yeah, then we played him another time, and it was just like completely different. You're way more calm. But yeah. Yeah, he's he's deceiving. But the more uh, we actually hung out on uh, Friday, we all went and played darts with Schachter and hmm. all oh, these dear. guys. And uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, at Underground. And it's just he's just so fun when you get him at competitive stance because yeah, he says that, oh, but he, and alive. he gets so excited. And when he messes up, oh, it's yeah. never his. It's never <laughs> his fault. Oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's throwing darts, and it's so, like the epitome of his volleyball game like we were all laughing it's like and it's like coming in like this i'm like how are you highlighting a dart right now like we were dying oh my gosh it was so funny but he was good like he's, he's hitting the hitting the shots it's and like, like this delusional confidence some people have where yeah. just like they could have the worst technique they could shank 10 in a row and in their minds this one's in bang and then they yeah. just nail First it try. yeah and, then, just, and they just claim it like forgot yeah. all the bad ones yep but that's a, that's, that a, whole life. that's a skill it's oh, such an uh, underrated skill and it's it's not like you can't be taught that whatever you're, you think you're right yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. but he's a gamer it. man he's he is a gamer but and he's a fun guy he's really fun i mean we got i think we got closer when we all went to myrtle and we survived uh-huh. that hurricane it yeah yeah it was it was wild but it was <laughs> board games and it was just so much and then watching taylor and nick serve him short with Matt Heath. Oh, Matt Heath's a good partner. Yeah. But he does the, like, the, I mean, Casey Patterson did this too, but like the no bend knee to like try. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like a, and it man. was, he, he caught one ball and he was screaming at Taylor. Just serve Matt. Like the whole point was to try to serve Matt. <laughs> right. And it was, oh, man. But yeah, the more you hang out with him and just have a good time. And he, he genuinely cares for so many people. Like, yeah. yeah. He, you just don't get to see that side of him. But that like grit. So I try to, I try to, I'm like, dude. Show people both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let them in. Because they only know the dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever you want. Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. I think you can tell so much about a person by how they are with kids. And Taylor mm-hmm. and Trevor light up around kids. Oh, yeah. Like, that's like one of the clearest indications that they're all right. Kids love Trevor. It's weird. <laughs> and Taylor. And Taylor. Yeah. And you're like, why? <laughs> same intellect yeah but it's the same thing like nobody like the outside looking in they only see like the dark side yeah or what you know trevor shows and taylor's you know relatively introverted too yeah like we'll go we go to lunch often Mm -hmm. and the amount of words that we say to each other very little you have to be comfortable with the crab like just hanging out in silence but i think that's the yeah good indication of a good friend like you know i always say that if you're driving a car together and you have the person who's like so, yeah, you know, yeah, like, right. it's like, you guys aren't close. Yeah. But if you can just cruise in a car for hours and not say anything. And so that's, it's just funny. I'll always like kind of look up from our phones and Taylor's just going. And we're like, dude, see you later. All Love right. you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny. But I, yeah, the, both those guys. But yeah, get them around kids. You see them and it's yeah. just, 
like a Taylor CB's son, oddly yeah. named Taylor. Um, yeah, they love him. And then it was Rosie's kids that you really got to see. Oh, yeah. Like they light up. My goodness, yeah, they do. And Taylor would just hours at yeah. all the four man events, just picking up the kids. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure that was probably cool to you. I mean, you had the whole family. That whole family was kind of in that partnership too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's With like Trev. The, the full Ohana. Yeah. Following. Did she sure. cry when you guys broke up? Auntie Paula? Your daughter. Oh, my daughter. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Auntie Paula, uh, she texted me. Uh, no, Naya, she just still doesn't even know. Yeah. Comprehend what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, who's this really white guy that's been coming around a lot more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she likes yeah. Cam, too, because Cam loves kids. Yeah. He's got yeah. a daughter the same age. So he comes with an, a friend. So I think she's still. Oh, yeah. Out. She's just. Yeah. Doesn't even remember what happened. Yeah, she's over Trevor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. This guy brought two. Says two. Yeah. Not only has he loved to see me, but he has a friend. Yeah. And Co is adorable. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, true. All his bouncing curls. <sighs> yeah. My goodness. You got some bouncing curls going on in the yeah, back I wonder, here. Yeah. Flow. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to go for it. Well, I don't really know flow. how long we're going to go for it, but. Just let it ride. Figured this is probably the only stage in my life. Where I'm gonna try to like grow out my hair. I don't see myself as being like a 40 year old with long hair. You never know. I mean, you never know. I always thought I would want to be like Jimmy Johnson, with just like yeah. the flow, but like Silver Fox, like the yeah famous like Hall of Famer coach. But he does a lot of announcing for football. He has long hair. He's got like that like kind of like slicked back. Oh really? But it's like full. Huh. Okay. Um, and it's like sil. I want I want that you so you. bad. I want that. I want to be gray. Silver Fox. I want to be just. All, I don't want to be yeah. salt and pepper. I don't. I, <laughs> just straight. That's gray. just worse. Like I'm the opposite. Where I think if I was salt and pepper, I'd dye it gray. Versus like <laughs> dye it like my regular hair color. I think I'd be cool with gray. When gray gets in the beard, you just seem smarter. Oh yeah. You're just Ooh. wiser. As soon as that's gray fair. gets in the beard, it's like people believe what you say. That guy knows things. Yeah, we might need that for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. A little wiseness. <laughs> yeah, the sageness. It's a youthful podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of years. That's here. what happens when you're drinking. Adapt super water. Yeah. Word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, or is that a sponsor? What do you got going this on? This is, yeah. Kind of new sponsor. Uh Richie Harrington. Um is a uh mango recovery. Yeah. That one has a little bit uh, I think it's like uh oh chamomile. A little uh chamomile. Oh nice. Yeah, a little bit of chamomile, so it's Relax like a recovery. And yeah. theanine putting you to bed. But it's a uh, C B D infu- or a uh, hemp infused coconut water. I think oh. it's the proper way to say it. Well, well, hydration in there. Hey, Little, you know, NSF approved, so you don't have to worry about it. This looks straight off the shelf of Whole Foods. I, I kind of a huge fan of the Snapple thing as a fidgeter. Like I got oh, yeah. ADD. Yeah. It's the Snapple bottle. You come to the right um, place for ADD fidgety people. Yeah. Oh man, boy, my ADD. I'm like realizing that I actually have it. Like you know, it's like when people say they have it. I'm like, oh no, you have it. <laughs> like today at practice. Oh my goodness, it was so embarrassing. So we're doing like a you surf, you know, one player four balls switch to the left side or right side and then we do that and then we it's with the canadians Schachter and deering and then you play it out from there that classic drill where it's like you do your own side out play it to 21 from there and i think it was like 24 or 26 25 like there and 
uh, there was a lady walking by and she had like a little product and she takes a photo with next to like the ball. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what product that is. And I was like, and then Sam starts walking to the net and I was like, oh, Sam's at the net. Like, all right. I was like, maybe I should tell Andy not to pass any different because Sam's walking to that. And this is all like while Dan's like tossing. And I'm like, I wonder what product it was. Oh, Sam's at the net. Here we go. And then I just overpass. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, I can, I can't process this. Like this was all like in a, less than a second. My brain was like, let's think about this. And I find that happens like sometimes with practice when you don't have music, mm-hmm. but you started with music. Yeah. Oh, my brain is oh, like, wait, the energy we is, used to. It's where's gone. the music? But if you if you start it without, like uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay, my brain's like, we didn't get used to that. But they had music the whole time, and it was like it's like a noise machine when you go to sleep. Like right. it's just something constant. Yeah. Right. But for those like drills, it was like, and then my brain's like, didn't we used to have music? Did we not? Music? Like, <laughs> it was like. Like, should I ask my partner? Yeah. Or how's that gonna come off? Yeah, exactly. I was like, I well, really Chase probably would be pissed. <laughs> but it was like, oh gosh, it was crazy. It was just like my brain, even just regular side out. Like, there's times where I'm like, oh, I shot high line last time, but so they might think a cut shot's coming. But maybe I should probably just hit. And it's all like as I'm doing my stack yeah. close. I'm Am like, I overthinking this? <laughs> <laughs> I should probably just look yeah, at the yeah, defense yeah, yeah, and yeah. then hit it whether or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just man, did I leave the oven on? Okay, let me hit the ball. <laughs> Oh, let's but hit, yeah, let's so, hit the ball and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, realizing <laughs> that, I'm like, man, we got to figure something out to kind of calm the brain. Because, so you went uh, straight to your super water that afternoon. Yeah, so I was like, let's try this for the podcast. I'm not sure if it's working, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have switched subjects quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody watching, like, oh boy. <laughs> Put three ADD volleyball players in the room. What you I did have like four movie quotes while you were talking, and I was just like, let him finish. Let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guest, bro. You can cut us off. I was, I was like, oh, he's actually talking about something good. I was like, oh, gosh. But crazy. I realized with ADD, I have to stick to like, a, I have to write stuff down. I have yeah. to, like, there's so many things. Oh, dude, I'm right there. You like know, 100%. My church leader had a famous quote, and he said, the, uh, the dullest pen- pencil is better than the sharpest mind. Well, Let that sit with you. That's a slunk quote of the day right there. Yeah, slunk's quote of the day. <laughs> I uh, When I was out with my autoimmune stuff watching Manhattan, I was standing next to Steve Nash and just telling him, because he is a fan of just volleyball, and I was just telling him about whatever what I was doing. I was like, yeah, I'm trying to come back, do all this. He's like, bro, just put pen to paper. Just write it down and then do it. It was like super simple. I was like, well, Steve Nash said it, so yeah. Got it. I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. It looks like an issue with the router and echo device, so try starting one. <laughs> Alexa, you're not helping <laughs> our ADD. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already forget what I was talking They're about. They're listening. <laughs> They're listening. Something about Steve Nash. Yeah, Steve Nash. <laughs> Pen. Internet. Paper. Okay, <laughs> I, put, I put pens in your Amazon account. Anyway, yeah, that's... Back Especially to Steve. for us. Just write it down and then <clears throat> figure out how to do it. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. If I don't write it down, there's zero chance I remember. Oh, yeah. And this, it goes for anything. I will write down a note to write stuff down. Right. <laughs> hey, be sure to write The worst down. is when you, you're like looking for a pen and paper to write something down. Then by the time you get it, you're like, damn it. What did I, I what lost? Write? Yeah. I wanted to write something so bad. Yeah. Like the remember, here's a quote. There we go. Uh, The remember all from Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone is like a little ball that like fills with red and it means you've like forgotten something. And Neville's like, I need one of those. He's like, The problem is, I don't know what I've forgotten. forgotten. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that would be me. Because he did like, I saw him today and I was like, had headphones, I was skating to practice. And then I was like, Man, I knew I had something to do this afternoon as I was going to practice. And then I see him, I'm like, 
oh and it's i wrote it down in my phone like i got a <laughs> notification last night that i was like oh we're oh, doing yeah. this oh goodness gracious i have alerts on pretty much every single thing in my calendar mm-hmm. to like re-alert me that it's happening if it's not in my calendar it's probably not gonna happen yeah i have a physical agenda that i need to just write it because even when i get an alert on my phone I'll just swipe the push notification and it's gone. And two minutes later, don't remember. So you prefer pen? Yeah. You you prefer to read too out of a yeah. I tried a Kindle, just didn't couldn't do it. So now my backpack is just this jigsaw puzzle of books every time. Because you you are a new convert, right? Yeah, I was uh, yeah loving the. I mean, I love Audible. Is it kind of lazy to do Audible and read along? Is that like too childish? Wait. Like Audible where like the guy's reading you the story, but then Why you're like you also reading. Like yeah, it just brings you what, what I liked about it was when <laughs> listening to Harry Potter was that he does like all the different accents. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's kind of like watching the movie, but like more in depth. Um, but yeah, it was like the inner game of tennis. I was reading that this morning and I was like, do I just Be- listen? Before this practice it? or after? <laughs> no, this before this morning's practice. Okay. Yeah. When you realize how ADD you were? Yeah, That's yeah. probably why, because your awareness was all jacked up. Yeah. I was so, thinking about so many were, different things. That was my first book I read that, like, got me into, like, buying into the mindfulness of sports. Mm-hmm. Self one, self two, all that. If you, so one athlete turned me on to the inner game of tennis. Okay. Can you guess who it is? It was a, a person I played with, so it's a short list. <laughs> <laughs> but some guy was, like, all about mental. Um. We didn't play an AVP. There's a hint. God, I forget. Didn't play an AVP? Yeah. But one player, he plays a, he played AVP. But super mental. Who would you... Gosh. It was a... Where'd you go? Read Pretty. Oh. Oh, of course. Mr. Mr. Mental. That's, yeah, he's... <laughs> the only person I could epitome. think of that you played with that didn't you didn't play an AVP with was Miles Evans. And I was like, he doesn't strike me as an entertainer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I'm sure he's read it, but... Uh, <laughs> not, not, not his... Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's such a depiction. But yeah, Reed was like, "Listen here, son." We called him Dad when we went to uh, the Mexico event. Yeah. So it was just like, "Dad, son," and he. I can yeah, see him hating. He, that. he gave me that book. Maybe not. That's yeah, funny. I was one. I was curious if he actually. I was like, "Do you mind?" <laughs> it was kind of funny, but that's one of the most useful books I've ever read mm-hmm. in a game of tennis. Yeah. Um. So I've been going back and transcribing all of our old episodes, and we're mm-hmm. kind of compiling it together, all the golden nuggets, like a Tools of Titans kind of thing got a product coming for you guys yeah buddy your i was crying laughing reading yours tell talking about the norseka stories with reed oh when you got you were in cuba that's right and reed lost his passport and his kids had hit it yeah oh my gosh dude i completely forgot about all that i was laughing so freaking hard (laughs) and you just told this story it was hilarious it was like three pages worth and i like it was like a novel I see. I, I, I tend to do that. Going through it. There's been a lot You're of so good, a, a lot of interviews that I've done. It's where, good for podcasting. Yeah, maybe not great, short interviews. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like doing videos with the McKibbins. Like I'll tell a story, and you can tell like by the reaction of their faces that they're like, "This isn't what we want. This, <laughs> this is way too long." Um, and just like mm, you see them mm. like hit the record button yeah. and then just keep nodding. Their head. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Yeah, man, that was a great story. <clears throat> so funny. Did yeah. you did you and Chase? I mean, you you'd done the Norseka things, and you mentioned last year was your first <coughs> kind of going full time international. Did it meet expectations? Any surprises on what it was like going pro, full time overseas? No, I mean, you kind of. I kind of felt that I did it because there was kind of the the one offs. You know, played with Eric Zahn in China. Yeah, 
and I was kind of that guy who had a little bit of points, but then you didn't really realize how useful those points are. Right. Remember, you said you said something like in passing, but they're like you should you're like you got to be playing right now. Like you got good points, and I mm-hmm. think I had like four hundred, but that was back when like four hundred was like actually okay, like yeah. not um, terrible, and. I was like, yeah, screw it. I'll play with Tim Baumgren. And so I kind of felt like I had some experience. But, yeah, it was, uh, there was a lot of flights. I yeah. think uh, <laughs> I, I made it to the 1K in United. That was cool. And I haven't taken a United flight since. <laughs> oh, God. They've been so expensive. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was uh, It's definitely like you just get that difference, you know, the, how advanced certain countries are and you play them and how right. different their style is. Right. And... Then you you play here and you kind of see that the American it was more like volleyball, um, not much the traveling. The traveling was okay, and Chase and I traveled really well together. I mean, it was it's one of those guys who you know we always loved our morning coffee. I remember yeah. it was like every time we woke up, yeah. like he would kind of get up before me, and he'd always have his iPad. He's playing games on his iPad, and I could just see the light. The moment my eyes opened up, I was like, "Coffee?" He'd be like, yeah, "I'm waiting for you to get up." And so it was like <laughs> always like we always had that kind of in common. Whereas I played with Miles in. Um, Netherlands and and Chervia and, uh, and, and yeah in Italy and uh, doesn't get coffee and Oof. so I like I remember we're in Rome and I woke up early kind of the same thing I did with Chase all year and I just walked walked the streets of Rome and got myself a little cappuccino and it's not too bad and it was kind of nice to do that but that's when I was like hated kind of just being alone yeah. I always wanted to experience something or something yeah. right. now I love it now it's just like a, I'm maybe I'm just getting older but yeah, yeah, with Chase, it wasn't really much uh, the traveling expectations, but it was like the volleyball that I was yeah. kind of more like eye-opening. Yeah. He's like, hey, everything kind of like fit well. Realized that, you know, you don't need to check a bag. I don't think I've checked a bag yet I for any for any, for any trip. International stuff, I hate doing it because yeah. you might have an hour 30 layover, which can be kind of tight internationally. And if you have to wait to get your bag, you're not making the flight. No, <laughs> no. And I hate, I think transportation stress is one of my least favorite stresses in the world. I just no check yeah. bags. That was the Eric Zahn rule too. Anyone who traveled with Zahn, no yeah. one checks bags. I know Ed, Ed Ratledge taught me that bag when I was playing with yeah. uh, that one. Well, it just depends. Like if you're going on a six weeker, it's like you also don't want to be smelly guy that wears all the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times I'll just leave room. I'll pack like half a bag mm. and I'll just buy cheap stuff out there. Yeah, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. And well, especially if you're souvenirs. if you're having to pay for check bags. Like if you have status, we're, we're not paying for check bags, but yeah. If you're gonna pay the what, seventy five bucks for an overweight yeah. bag, right. like you could have bought. I think yeah, I think Miles did that. He checked the bag, and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, we're yeah. not out there. We can like you can. There's a place where you can find, right. but I think yeah, he had to pay like the hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars for uh-huh. the checked bag, right. and I was like, "Oh boy, it's <laughs> like that does not sound fun." <laughs> well, we also haven't been to like China and stuff for a long time. Yeah, like we, yeah. Where we that where you have to check a bag. You got to put like, yeah all your food in there. Yeah. Um, it has been great food. Yeah, international guys, I mean, they, everybody swings high. Everybody's kind of yeah. that, like, indoor style. Mm. And so that was very interesting to come back and, and play AVP. Yeah. Then we go back out and play an FIVB AVP. And you're like, man, these guys are all, like, eight Americans are, like, super shoddy, you know, and kind of just more, you know, the crispy. Yeah. But these indoor guys, and then how good they are at serving. You know, yeah. I think it was, like, Brazil. We played this German team. Um. Yeah, I think it was Perskwich and Schweiner. Oh, Robin Soa and Lucas Feschner. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my goodness, just like, I think he hit like six lines. Yeah. And I was like, you get the first, you know, kind of in the USA, you're like, oh, that's, you know, it's a break. 
right. good for him that yeah. he did that. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, he can do this. <laughs> like this is the normal. And yeah. so that there's just like little things that you get eye open. So it was kind of unique coming back. Yeah. But playing that, the benefit of that was like I didn't really have a hatred towards the Mikasa right. like I did when I was mm. coming maybe practice with you guys. Mm. And you're right. like, Troy, we got to use the Mikasa. And I'm like, whoa, well. <laughs> I'm gonna be terrible. Yeah, yeah. And if you so, want me to be useful, don't float. Too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, geez. So <laughs> the yeah. new the new ball actually works. Like people aren't yeah. gonna hate it as much. I like the new. It's ball closer a lot. to the Wilson in terms of like how true the spin. Is. Like it's not gonna take off on you and start like floating. Yeah, this thing's not gonna in serpentine. Yeah, yeah, not really. Yeah, and it doesn't. Yeah, just I always say that Americans like when we float serve, our movement is early. And then a lot of like international guys, it's late. Huh. So they'll kind of like hit it on the line and then oh. it'll just like, it'll drop. Especially the Germans. Yeah. But it's like coming at you and you're waiting for that last drop. So that's why you're like, you know, going and attack it. But like yeah. early, it's like makes you dance, you know, like yeah. the classic thing. Like it's going to dance and it's moving, but it's right. moving side to side early. Yeah. But then it kind of teeters out. So I found that, you know, in certain tournaments, you have to really hit that ball and kind of adapt to yeah. their. I think they're taller too. So their contact point on a float serve is significantly higher than most mm-hmm. Americans. They all have that weird. I still don't understand when people hold the ball above. Do you do that before no, you serve? Ro- they, Rosie, I've done it sometimes, hand, but yeah. the ball directly above their head. Like a, a lot of people do it. And I, if I if I do it, I'm just like, why am I holding the ball above my? Like, this <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. I do it to me. help me breathe. Like if I'm jump serving, I'll just put it up and just take it. It just mm. helps me get a bigger breath. Right, like, but I would never like Simba. if I'm like doing conditioning. I wouldn't yeah. be like, <laughs> like put my hands up and be like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, I put that on my. On yeah, my no, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. And then I try to do, do it myself. Like this feels so weird. Like I get yeah. like people lining it up for their toss. That's the only thing where you want to like line mm-hmm. your toss up. Do you do the Bill Clinton? But I'm still. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody, not many people get in my head, but that gets in my head. I'm yeah, like, why is he doing that? <laughs> Avery has one that gets mad where he does yeah. like the toss and then he kind of like grabs it. Yeah. And I'm like, why? What? How but, is that helpful? But it, 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 yeah, like it breaks my, my focus. Yeah. You had when I was just watching you like early, early days, but you'd always kind of spin it on your chest. You don't oh, do yeah. that anymore. Yeah, I just do that for fun. But you do that. And I was like, it's that, not, that's not part of my routine. Yeah, but I was like, that guy's kind of swaggy. Like I saw it and then so like I would do it. Copyright. Yeah. I still do it a little bit. Actually, I'll do. I'll like spin it on my finger, just to wait. That's a cool. Just one. waiting. But the, you, and then you, if it's I on the that, finger, yeah. right? Then I'll just throw it to the arm and let it come around. Yeah, you do that. You know, yeah. just a little swag out for the fans. Yeah, <laughs> I would always do that when you know the camera's like right behind you and they're like oh, they're filming. Didn't, oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is one pro tip. Like always know where the camera is. <laughs> like Kelly Reeves told me that. That is just, like you always got to know where the camera. She knows where I the when great. they were filming. Like, I remember, like, the famous one, I think, was in San Fran, and she, like, hit a ball, but she knew exactly where the sideline camera yeah. in the stadium was, right on the side, and she, like, pointed right at it, and I'm like, that's a sick. And she gets some of the sickest content, too. Yeah, I'm like, man, I was like, all right. She's always, like, flexing in front of them. Yeah, so, just like. Got there's there's got to be a balance there, though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first the, thing you walk onto the court, you're like, okay, cameras, how do I look? Yeah. Like, the game's got to follow it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, the cameras you're... are going to follow the, the winning team, probably. <laughs> That's what I realized, actually. <laughs> Dang it! I didn't get the interview upstairs. Dang it! Because uh, I lost. Yeah, Dang. it is. It is tough when it comes to that. You know, if you're not the, I was thinking about that with, uh, you know, people who don't have that personality type to really love to be in front of a camera. Right. Which you know, it's a lot of volleyball players. Right. A lot of people don't do it. Um, and you and you're not winning. You're just like not 
you're like non-exist nobody knows who you are yeah like, well also honestly even if you're like doing decent in our sport it's not like the tour promotes us yeah period no. like yeah. okay i've been on a lot of instagrams lately that's not exactly moving the needle for me or sponsors no. that much like that's yeah. literally the extent of their <clears throat> marketing mm-hmm. whereas other entities is yeah th- it's much different. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, there, you know, all the sports that's talked about afterwards, like when the stadium lights go out. Right. That seems like when you get talked about the most. Mm. Actually, talking to Richard Jefferson, I didn't know this, but in basketball, like he became one of the more famous athletes because oh, yeah. he got fouled a lot. And when you're in the foul line, the camera's like right on your face. Huh. And so you have, he had like one at one season or in the playoffs or something, he had the most time. Like most, most camera face time, time, most face time, because he was fouled so much. So you think about these players; they get fouled a bunch. They're getting close up images of right. their face. See, Shaq's, Shaq knew what he was doing the <laughs> yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah, he knew. Yeah, it's he's not because the, I can't the, shoot; it's because I'm super popular. <laughs> he is the greatest athlete marketer ever, in my opinion. Jack, yeah, he's he's been in Shaq, everything for sure. Yeah, and everybody knows. I mean, it kind of helps when you're like the first seven footer, but yeah, there's so many things that kind of go with it. Yes. But yeah, but I didn't. I, when you think about it, like how many people get fouled? Yeah, and we know who they are. I yeah. mean, obviously everyone knows the Stephs and the, the right. Clay Thompsons and all these other people. But well, Caruso the was NBA. Yeah. though. the NBA picks. I mean, come on, Steph's like easy. Yeah. To he's winning and he's doing a unique yeah, skill perf- that no he's, one's yeah. ever done. He's perfect. Yeah. But the NBA gets to pick who they promote and when and all that absolutely like, like a i think like dame lillard's probably very underappreciated in terms of because yeah. he doesn't buy in he doesn't do the, the superstar chasing he doesn't put superstars on his team he doesn't talk that much like he he he's very authentically himself and he's not trying to do more Mm-mm. which is fine because like he doesn't need to no that's the kind of situation where you just do you play your game and everything else falls into place for us that's not necessarily the case yeah like if like, you're uh, not on social media you're like chase like, Buddinger, right he's he doesn't like media he doesn't like social that much that guy's potential to be like the most popular guy in our sport very yeah. high if yeah. he wanted to like if he, yeah. and i think Absolutely. people should do what makes them happy for sure but like i mean come on the guy's jumped over p diddy and slam yeah. dunk contest like none of us have done anything that yeah. cool <laughs> yeah yeah he's been on i mean it's funny like he's been in a lot of steph curry highlights like just crazy ones yeah. like deep like deep three there's a, there's this thing on youtube right now that i've fallen in love with but it's like nba threes that increasingly get more crazy or like you know embarrassing moments yeah. that increasingly get more embarrassing yeah. like it's this uh, right. compilation like, like lose yeah yeah Steph little things like that but a lot of Steph's threes, like I think he's in three of them. One when he was on Phoenix, oh, but really? it was just like, I mean, just gnarly. Just I mean, like, Steph's pulling up from Chase, nowhere, and Chase has perfect him. defense, and yeah. he drains it. And it's like, but like those little things, you know, think about like with Instagram reels and TikTok, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, he could be huge, but the, you know, the incentive's not there, and it's not in his personality. personality. Yeah. yeah, I admire it when people aren't on social media. And even that, like Miles Partain has his air of, sort of mystery about him yeah which is powerful in and of itself but yeah i mean to move the needle especially in our sport where <laughs> the needle doesn't move a whole well you don't have to lot. do anything specific like you don't have to be necessarily on social creating all this stuff but you you do have to find a way to connect with the fans yeah and hopefully yeah. you're doing it in an authentic way and social media is the easiest way to do that 
if you can do it in another way, great. If you don't want to do it, period, great. But just understand that you're an entertainer. Yeah. Like that's your job is to make people feel stuff. And if you're only going to do it on the court, you better be damn good. Yeah. Or I remember when Phil had like one post. On yeah, right. Instagram. Well, cause he didn't. It was like a photo of just like, it was like a, just him announcing that hey, I'm on Instagram now. <laughs> <laughs> that was right. it. And, uh, you know, and he's done better. Yeah. But like, well, everybody I, knows I think, Phil. I think Jen probably started taking over his Instagram, <laughs> his wife. I was actually having that conversation with D today. Cause so this podcast is coming out. It'll be out after Miami, and I have a feeling that the the Goofy Footed Dream Team is that coming together for Miami. Yeah, Sweet. yeah, that's uh, oh, we're playing yeah, King I of the Court and uh, Miami AVP. Because because Phil when he commented when so I put up a reel when we had who we thought was going to win their who's going to be the next player to win their first AVP. Right. We both said Troy, and then Phil commented and he goes, "You know who to call to get a win." And uh-huh. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, so many people were like, why don't you take him up on that? And I was like, he's just joking. <laughs> like, he's not going to do it. That's awesome, though. That, I know. I'm stoked. That... Did, you, did you DM him, like, text him? Like, uh, no, I didn't bring it up that he, like, said anything. So I'm like, saying there's a chance. Yeah. It was a lot. It was felt a lot of like that. But um, it was actually, like, Chris Reams. I'm not going to lie. It was uh, talking to him. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, I got this. <laughs> this is going to be really funny. Um, it's like, yeah, like. I got a partner for you. And I was like, all right, some like Laguna Beach, <laughs> Laguna Beach guy that's up and coming. And I didn't really, I actually don't even think I responded to the text. And then, <laughs> um, and then he called me and he was telling me about the partner and he was just like, yeah, like, and we're texting and he's like, oh, um, a good blocker. <laughs> he's like, he's bald and he has a gold medal. And I was like, Reed pretty wants to play with me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I have the text. And uh, he's like, no, Phil. And then he instantly calls me and he's like, yeah, like we were talking and, you know, Slunks just kind of came up and he mentioned your name. And I was like, Phil? Like, I never, I didn't even think about it. It didn't even cross my mind because I was in that position that kind of, I guess, like Miles was a few years ago where like all the international partners got taken. Mm-hmm. And so he was kind of there when he's playing R- Ricardo yeah, and right. all this other stuff. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm in that boat i'm like yeah phil would be the perfect person like now that i'm not you know like i'm waiting you know kind of see what happens with international and yeah so i texted him i think i had to get his number from somebody obviously didn't even have his number and sent him a long text and you know how it goes when you send a text to a guy you're like yeah you list everything that they want everything they need (laughs) and uh and so yeah we committed to miami and I was stoked. And I kind of kept it under the radar because, believe it or not, so Taylor and I were going to play Orlando. And he texted me. Yeah, Taylor Crabb okay. and I were going to play Orlando. And he texted me and he's like, hey, um, you know, Phil can't make it. Uh, do you want to play Orlando? And I was like, sure. And so I text Chase. I'm like, this is before we broke up. So it was kind of like, it kind of sparked that. Um, like, hey, like, we haven't talked about Orlando. Got the opportunity to play with T-Crabs. I think I'm going to do it. I think it'd be really fun. Um, just want to let you know and give you enough time, uh, before, you know, the signups and stuff. And then Phil's, or I mean, Taylor's like, wait, Phil's back in. This is right after I send the text oh, to shit. Chase. <laughs> and I was like, Taylor, are you kidding me? And he's like, yeah, he's having to wait and see. And then he's like, okay, Phil's out. He's like, I'll sign us up. No. <laughs> Signs us up. We're signed up. And then I all of a sudden, the and then, yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, Phil actually isn't going to go to uh, Israel. We're going to play together. And I was like whatever dude i was like all right that's fine so i with that information i was really nervous to kind of like 
say anything uh-huh. you know it was just you know like before you announce the pregnancy you want right. to make sure like everything's right everything's yeah. healthy and <laughs> right. so um i didn't really say anything and then king of the court was coming and wilco and i are really close love wilco and he's like hey like would you want to play and i'm like i can ask phil but i don't foresee him saying yes and i'm like hey like tossing it out there if you want to play king of the court and he's like yeah i'm in sounds fun and i was like oh gosh you know still just getting like i don't we, we got to know each other a little bit but never really so everything and i kind of texted him three or four times leading up i'm like just making sure we're still going for yeah. miami and he's like yeah everything's fine and like the most recent one was like trying to figure out which slunks we can match yeah but yeah, I'm sure it'll sink in once I get there. But I'm yeah. I'm full reserve, like I'm ready for him to be like, sorry, Troy, like, and I'm like kind of prepping for that. Dude, it's funny, even though it's this close. Andy had the exact same experience when him and Phil signed up mm-hmm. for Austin. He said because when we had him on the podcast, he goes, I didn't think it was real. I didn't think he we were actually gonna play together. And then Phil showed up, and I was like, oh shit, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh now it's like kind of training to try to be you know I know that if we don't win it's it's my fault like I <laughs> people are like do oh, you think Phil's training and I'm like I don't think he really needs to like I think it's on me like, so damn it he won three tournaments yeah the pressure the pressure is definitely on I mean he's yeah and you know the, the legend yeah he's so good but it's like one of those chances to play with somebody you know sees the game so well and who's played all over I mean it's just you know a, a great opportunity and I'm super thankful and we get to do king of the court right before yeah and so it was funny he was like again mentioning that taylor and i are getting like are so close but he was going to sign up for la paz or they signed up and then he pulled out and he shares that at practice he's like we're gonna make troy work for it and everybody's just like (laughs) and then chase and miles i think are playing miami and then leela and paul are not playing la paz so it's just like now it's gonna be it's gonna be a good test yeah it'll be a good tournament and um you know first tournament of the year but there's not much you really need to do, you know, with Phil. It's just, you know, kind of just let turn off the brain, not the just like inner the, game of tennis. Just get you know? the set above the, above the tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Phil. That's what it seems like. So my my thing is is because we talked in Austin or we talked, I think it was in Chicago actually. He's talking about my footwork mm. and goofy foot versus regular. And he said if you're gonna play on the right, he's like I think you need to be regular. I think it benefits you to get rid of your goofy foot approach. And so I'm curious if he's going to want to play right because he changed it when he played with Rosie, I guess. He changed his footwork. Uh, Avery does that too when and, he goes uh, to the right. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, how do you have control of that? So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, Fiapo has been really working with me to do it. And so huh. I feel like I was changing it. And then I saw a video of me today and I was like, no, that's still, <laughs> still a goofy foot. But yeah, I think it just at times like Fiapo was like, oh, good footwork, good footwork. Uh, and so he just said it was just hitting that uh, cross court and uh and then mixing in the line he's like you're gonna not gonna be able to kind of go like as powerful mm. i think you hit the line hit the tape a lot more a little bit. yeah because you're already kind of close i never felt i mean even being goofy foot my hips were always open i never had like a closed off hip um but yeah so phil was just like you're gonna need to change that if you want to play right side he's like i'd put you on the left but we haven't talked about how we're gonna play or what we're gonna do we're flying to orlando to train this episode then yeah because people yeah. will get to see it in just a few days. <laughs> this comes out before the AVP be, or before the King of the Court? Well, it'll be after Miami. So uh, this could be... after you, you could already be an AVP winner by the time this comes out. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, That's kind of weird to like think about. March. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> or I could be the AVP loser. The guy that lost with Phil. Well, every, 
shirts are being made right now. Everyone, the, the headline is going to change depending yeah. on what. Type it out, and then before you post, Trifield, the guy who lost with Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, you never want to be that guy. It's like the guy who retired this guy. That's what it's like Andy, Andy Benesh. Okay. Retired Casey Patterson and Nick Lucena. Well, Stafford, Stafford, I think, retired more people than anyone. I mean, he retired Dane, retired Raji. He retired, yeah. uh, he retired a couple more people. Dane? Yeah, because Dane pulled Stafford into his first main draw. Oh, really? And then Dane, yeah. And Stafford retired Dane. Wow. Retired uh, Raji. I think maybe one more. Who's going to retire Hayden? <laughs> I tried <laughs> on multiple occasions. Is he still playing? Dude, I thought that was supposed to be his last event. Yeah, they didn't give the him big, like the good hurrah. send-off. Like they didn't give him the, they didn't give him the, the big jumbotron. So, so I think out. he's got to come back. It's just Rob. It's Rob, it's not John's choice. It's yeah. Robin's choice. But it's interesting. I mean, he's it's impressive. Yeah, it's gnarly. Yeah, yeah. But Phil won yeah, that one. Right on. It's pretty cool yeah, to see your your trajectory in volleyball. Just like starting in the you know CDM sled running days, yeah, like playing double A's with Joel, and then I know not poof. like yeah, not many people know it, the the story. I mean, it's just like you think that you know it's it is a sky, like whatever skyrocket, or you think like oh yeah, I should you know be here, but it's like as an athlete and a competitor, you're like I'm just like this, like we have the same resume in my in my brain. I'm like oh perfect, but you grew up playing volleyball your whole life. You played right. USC, you know all these different things, and I'm like, yeah. doesn't matter. Like on the court, right. I still scored 21. Like doesn't, doesn't yeah, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that was a, an Achilles, and I think I just did that as a human, like in general. I kind of use like past experiences and as an excuse, and so volleyball's really stopped that. Where it's like, who cares? Like here's the bar, you got to get to it, right? You know, it's just like it's not going to change. It's not like my bar's a little bit lower, but at times I feel like I have to be a little uh, more patient with myself. Yeah that I'm still learning these things. Like even last year, just the touch of the game and kind of the creativity and Mm -hmm. the things that, you know, we kind of say that the Hawaiians have the, you know, Taylor and just like that, his creativity when he goes to like actually hit a ball is so super relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we're still thinking about, you know, red left, right, you know, or like left, right, left, or, you know, whatever you're telling yourself is like, um, and so you just got to play, play volleyball. That's what, you know, so, but it is, yeah, it's kind of wild to think that, there's so many things that I like volunteered for your match. This is also crazy. Yeah. And then Huntington. Are, you, you like came up and like said hi to me once, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, was, I, had, I, like, pink, I had a pink hat on and Mark Sherman like roasted me. Um, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I had the yellow shirt. I didn't get any, uh, I actually have a photo with Phil that I'm going to do for like our post, but uh-huh. from that tournament yeah. where um, it's me like sneaking a selfie with Phil. I didn't ask him. And he's like looking right at the camera. Like, uh, but that'll that'll be on Instagram, um, so everybody will see it. But yeah, it's just like the, that, that, those little crazy things, yeah. you know, you and John. And but and I've I've always been a fan, and that's kind of what, you know thinking about. I would never leave the sport, like the sport itself. Like I love volleyball so much. There's, it has done so many good things for me in my life, and I would always want to like be around it. Um, and that's why it's just like yeah, I have the joy, you know. Yeah. The joy when it comes to volleyball, but it is yeah, it is wild to be like I, you're still a huge fan, still love yeah yeah, still love it and um, but yeah, there's uh, twenty yeah, I mean even just like 2015, 2016, were you and like Ben Vaught and I don't yeah. who you were playing with remind me who you were playing with back in those days uh, Chris McDonald 
Yes. Or maybe Miles Magututia as well. He was down there. No, it was a, yeah, first guy. Chris McDonald, yeah, Chris McDonald was one. Yeah. That guy. He was kind of like the um, leader in social media as yeah. far as like our, my like, you know, hopping into that. Yeah. You, do you know this guy? Uh, sounds familiar. He's got like the full arm sleeve of like uh, the uh, Polynesian, tattoo. Polynesian tattoo. Chris McDonald? Chris yeah. McDonald. Sounds familiar. I forget. Flies. Absolutely would fly. Yeah. But. Flying, flying Hawaiian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, um, he was just crazy. It was like he would just defied kind of things. He was just like the Polynesian DR. Yeah. We were like, what? I'm curious to see how good Salila Tucker ends up. From he what I hear, well. his game's real smooth. Yeah. Yeah, we. Well, I love playing with him. We do the national team yeah. stuff when he's uh, not with Paul. Mm. But we run like very. Uh, we kind of do full Sweden. We're yeah, very yeah. fast. Trying to go and, all over the place. Yeah. And uh, but then we plays with Paul. He kind of still does that like high lob, mm-hmm. which I just in my opinion isn't as effective. Like the high lob is just yeah. like we we're the only country that does that. Like yeah. everybody else is like just fly it through the window. Well, Brazil. Brazil's just yeah, Brazil too. Yeah. Oh, maybe Australia out. might be a good one too. So maybe we're not the only one. Australia well, is like the they're like but it's pin to pin. But it's still yeah. super high. Like it's not like they're trying to beat the I like block. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've me and Kim are trying to test out our speeds mm-hmm. and stuff and I'm still like I can see the court. I don't care if the block's right in front of me, just put it right in front of the block. Yeah. If if I can see and make feel like I have a good options on my arm, I don't really care what if the defense is lined up or anything yeah. like that. Whereas if it, we're shooting it through the zone and I take away my angles, it just gets me in trouble. Yeah. So I'm like uh, taking myself back to like, Hey, up and down has been working, bro. That's not a, yeah. It's and it's not, not a, it's not a bad thing at all, but yeah, Lila's ball control and setting is, is phenomenal. Is you know, so and even at my pl- we played him in the final, <clears throat> actually Paul and I played him in the final of Laguna beach open. Oh yeah. And, uh, and he was unstoppable. Like I was like, there's nothing we can do. Like yeah. we're gonna have to serve Andy. Yeah, and uh, and that was wild. We yeah. actually lost on a really bad call. It was such, such a bad call that April Ross texted me, and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> she was watching my game one. I was like, "All right, April." <laughs> and uh, but two, I was like, "This sucks." It was so fun. And they just sm- smashed us in the third. We had every, we only gave it all in the second set. We I practiced against Lila and Paul the other day, and I had a jumbo that was out by like that far. Which was the exact length that one of the what would have won the match for you guys? Yeah, I think was it out of bounds, inbounds? I it was in. The yeah, Paul hit like a. I mean, it was just a crazy match in general. But we were kind of going back and forth, and Paul hit this like right on the line. Like couldn't have been more. It was like more in the court than it was out, and it was right in the corner. And the ref was right there, just whoosh, lifts it up, and we're like, whoa, 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 like it was in. And then she just wipes the mark. Oh god! And that up ref, and I was like, hang on, I was like. <laughs> Not only did she do this, where like J Rod apologized to me. I mean, I had so many texts from so many people because yeah. the live stream was like at that corner in oh Laguna where it's yeah. like the main courts here, and so yeah. it's all filmed right there, and so you could see it hit. And uh, I mean, we were we were gassed. Like I was like my shoulder was about to fall off because I was hitting options that I should never hit in my whole life. <laughs> Paul was playing right side, and um, it was just like it was a good match. But yeah, Lila played outstanding in that yeah. game. Yeah, and I mean he's he's really really good. He's got just Kind of like a little bit like you, where you, that cutty that you kind of have, you know, like you're sharp, like yeah, just force it, but like angle <laughs> all the time. But you feel like you know the the classic, like there's always more angle, right? But it's like with you, it's like you know, the kind of Theo does that as well, but he really likes to go sideline, you know, really, and it's a consistent thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, some yeah. players hit it 
where like you dislocate the shoulder and right. they're like, oh wow, like that was a good hit. Right. But then some people are doing it and it's on purpose and they kind of pin you. Yeah. Right. Leela can definitely do that. Um, you know, if there's there is questions, you know, about about his game as it yeah. goes well, and he's defines, in that, but that period of like you've proven that you're gonna come up and play with the big dogs. Yeah. Now it's now it's they're gonna the stay dogs. or are they yeah. gonna, yeah. gonna send you back down kind of but he's a great guy we golf so much oh he's awesome he's uh yeah. and he's a great golfer yeah and uh again one of those like non-silence fillers yeah. like we could just sit in yeah. a cart and slowly getting more and more close with him but yeah he's there's some guys that are like you know let's you're in the lion's den are you gonna make it out or yeah. uh you know and that's where i kind of think i you know i I'm, i would still put my name there it's like all right like how long can you kind of be there are you going to be the guy or are you going to be that like middle tier? Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to give yourself some credit though. Like you've been, a, even just hearing like you talk about Phil and like whatever, these other top guys who obviously you're friends with everybody now, but like you've been a pretty solid staple of American volley, beach volleyball for a good period now. Whereas like it's, it's, that's why it's like funny for me to hear like, Oh, like I'm playing with Phil. Like you're texting him. I'm like, Aren't, don't you text Phil? All the time? Like, <laughs> it seems like you're like yeah. part of this whole social group, and like you've known everyone on a closer level for a while now, and competed. Like when we go play at you, it's like it's not like all right, let's get through this. It's like no, let's buckle up. Like we're we're battling. Yeah, you know. Um, have you like just ha- taking this time off, being alone in your partnership? Is there any like, or sorry, without a partner? Is there any like kind of profound stuff that you've kind of come away with and like looking into this next year, looking to bring into this next year? Oh, I mean, that's a good question. I don't know if there's a, I mean, so much of my game, like just on a personal level. I mean, I feel like I, what's terrible about all that is it's, you know, just like I'm so much of the negative, like what I do wrong Mm. so I can correct that. It's interesting because you you almost think, I mean, I think that happens a lot, but with you you're such a positive guy like you're always yeah. smiling and you mm-hmm. assume that in your head you're always like this is great and all that but then you can see it sometimes when it yeah. flips and you're like oh like taking it all on yourself mm-hmm. and then when you play with a guy like chase who's very like you do your job i do my job mm-hmm. kind of guy where he's not like coming and like just not or i guess unjustifying what you're probably telling yourself yeah. uh i could see how that could spiral or whatever you know yeah but the awareness of it is obviously the first step of yeah i think the one thing that i loved and it was actually going to play doha in king of the court and i got the opportunity to play with kyle and kyle and i played together in a p1440 event in san the, jose the huntington, right? one. Oh, huntington. huntington. Okay. yeah and i wasn't the best partner you know I, I played chase chase just kind of dumped me for piotr and so it was kind of like a freshman um and you know, it was just like you wanted it so bad, yeah. and mm-hmm. we didn't play our best, and we lost. And you know, losing to your old partner always sucks because you're like, he made the right decision. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but so it was fun to be like get a redemption at that. And I think this year was just like be the best partner I can be. Like see if I can make my partner play amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, like whatever his ability is, I want him to play a hundred percent of that. You know, if he's at ninety, I want him to play like a hundred percent of the ninety. Yeah and get him to, you know, uh, play as well as he can. So that's been kind of my mindset. Maybe that's what I've taken the most away was like, get my partner to play as free as possible and be as encouraging, Mm -hmm. you know, and be the guy like, you know, just kind of over communicate. Like there was times in that where it's like, I needed to be the rock. So they would go back to, to Kyle. Like, Hey, it's my time. I maybe get one or two chances. They might serve me one or two, two times, 
But if I don't put that away, then we're both kind of like the pressures everywhere. Mm. And, and then, so that's been it. And then I got to play, you know, obviously, uh, Kyle and I didn't make it, but then Varen horse got hurt. Matthew Emmers picks me up and I was like, Oh, I get to do it again. I get yeah. to be like the best partner. And I was just like trying to get him to play free. You yeah. know, he kept getting us to the King side with serving. So I was like, dude, you can miss six in a row. We're going to get over there. Right. You know? Um, and so those different things, just having him play as, as good as he can. And then for me, it's just like, you know, having fun playing volleyball. And I think everybody sees that. They see when I'm having fun. And so many people, like coaches, players have been like, yeah, you play dangerous. the best when you have fun. Um, but just making those little light jokes. You know, I think I was watching somebody play uh, the other day and um, it was that like FCA tournament and she hit it out. And I was like, oh, it's your one air of the mm -hmm. whole game. <laughs> but like you get her to not think about like oh I just hit it out and just like oh you're kind of right like right. I did this and it's like so those little comments like I want to be that guy I want to be right. the guy to like uplift my partner be as like get him to play amazing and then I have more confidence in my game and to kind of like let things go right you know and I think if I make an error um, based off of like a, something I'm working now it's just been like so focused mindset on growing yeah but yeah I think on the court. You know, coming in and being like, here's what I'm clocking in to do. Like, I'm clocking in to work on my approach. Right. So if I lose to people, which maybe last year I would have been too prideful to lose to, right. I'm like, I don't care. Right. I think we were playing, and it was Friday practice against Leela and Paul with Dave Weizork, if that's how you say his name. And, you know, we are kind of talking. You know, he gets to play with us, and he's, like, super stoked. And yeah. I was like, dude, I'm not trying to win a Friday practice in February. I'm trying to win Miami. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm so focused on the future like if you were in my brain you'd be like i don't even know what the score is like i'm just like <laughs> re you know coming hard do these different things so i think that's where my game learning yeah more the more profound is that like you know you're going to be working on something yeah you know saw sam and dan today every time we serve them in that part of that drill they always had to run the same set they're doing like the number calls not like how we do it but yeah, like yeah. one four three yeah, whatever right. And so they're always running that set. And then you could tell that some sets, like Sam was like, I would never run that set right. in that situation. Yeah. But like, that's going to make you a better player because you know you did that once. Mm -hmm. And working with Jose, like there's certain things that I disagree with, but I'm like, I understand. Like he's going to, I'm going to use this at one point yes. in a tournament, maybe. Yeah. Maybe even in a match. I may use it one in a match. It might be more frequent. But like if it's one in a tournament, but that point wins me totally. the tournament. I'm like, I'm going to be so thankful that I challenged my brain and I challenged my work yeah. ethic to hit that, hit that mark. It I was a blocking a thing. Lot. Yeah. He was like, man, he was so frustrating. I was like, <laughs> oh, I know so if I step over here that they're just going to go. Whoosh. And I was like, try Andy. Everybody's just yeah. going to tap it line. Yeah. Cause I'm so far in the angle because yeah. you're on a box and just going like yeah. <laughs> at 12 feet. And then I finally do what he wants me to do. I'm so far in the angle and I block. And he's like, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I understand. But it was just like getting, letting go of that self. Totally. Like he wants me to do this. Just I'm going to do on that. that one specific Yeah, thing because I know one. maybe I'm going to take that big step and then get that block. I think that's huge. I, I pretty much do that. I'm like the opposite where I'm doing that too much. Like today at Jose's practice, he did the, what was it 17, 19 or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just crunch time. Like, close the yeah. game out siding out and i'm just trying to work on stuff <laughs> like hitting these things like, oh whatever he blocked me like i'm trying to work my approach my timing he's like no but it's crunch time try this is time yeah. for to be a monster i was like oh yeah i mean oh yeah yeah i guess you're right i should have <laughs> i should have switched my brain into like put this game away mode and like it doesn't matter how you get a kill do it backwards yeah. for all i care 
but I was working on a skill mm-hmm. and I didn't really care if I won the drill or anything like that. Yeah. Which can be good, but also like if with a good coach, they've probably set the drills up to where to, they yeah. want you to do that and then they want you to turn mm-hmm. it off. Yeah, yeah, Chase Chase mentioned that when we were playing. He's like, in basketball, they do the drills, and everybody's kind of brain is going, and then when you just got to play, everybody looks so much forward to playing. You're like, yeah. ah, turn the brain off, and yeah. I just got to go do yeah. what I do. Don't try to work on your fundamentals. But it, it, yeah, it games. is tough. And I think that's because if you don't train enough, if you don't train hard enough, yeah, you use the times where you're supposed to turn your brain off to work on the thing. Mm, it's right. like, no, if you need to come out in the afternoon – and work on whatever your step close or your serve. Right. Then you get it. You do that. Yeah. But like, that's your work ethic. Like, mm-hmm. you need to do this. And yeah. so that's where I'm like, certain days are double days. Certain, you know, fours. Yeah. I'm just like, I love. You know, I love playing. That's no secret. You guys know that. I best. love playing fours. I mean, that's what Chase and I did, and we still do. We still play together. Um, but like those chances. Every time I step yeah. on the court, I'm like, oh, I can use this yeah. now. But fours is like, I just gotta turn my brain up. Yeah. I just gotta yeah. hit. I gotta do this, and then. Because I'm, I feel like I'm just working, you know, so hard. I think that's also what's changed is that work ethic, which is always suck because you kind of like look back at your old partner and you're like, dang it, like he deserved better. Uh, <laughs> um, that's a very Troy Field thing, though. I think, you know, like <laughs> nobody does that. No, but like I think you're extra compassionate, like extra thinking about your partners and like worrying about them, kind of thing. Which yeah. sometimes on the flip side is like, as your partner all I need you to do is worry about you. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Whereas you feel like that it, there's a time when to help help them and bail them out. And, and I was also thinking like, because you're talking about enjoying the game and having fun, it's like telling yourself not to think. Like yeah. You can't enjoy all this. You can't, you know? Yeah. So you have to have like something in place of like, oh yeah, this isn't supposed to be fun all the time. Like I work hard at this so that I can do what I love. And I make it difficult so that I can keep doing it. But if I yeah. keep doing it in a fun way, it's not going to be my job anymore. No. Like that kind of thing. You know? yeah. We were in, a, in sports psych the other day and we, he was like, okay, everyone raise your hand when a thought comes up. You know, try, everyone tried to go oh, as long as they he, could, right? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, you were with us. It, and I, that's like kind of what comes up. It's like the more you try to only have fun, the more it's not going to be fun and you're going to be like fighting yourself. So it's almost like maybe embracing the other side of it and we're having the other side of it be like something that you're comfortable with and like can get through quickly, let things come and go quickly so that you can get back to the fun part. But like focusing on like, I want to, okay, just make it fun, make it fun. Could, I feel like it could like spin out and just like, cause you're not like addressing the actual problems. It's more like not like just, I don't know. There's letting it, letting it yeah. fester, letting it, letting the problem be there of it not being fun. And it still boils instead of just like addressing it, letting it go. Okay, now it's gone. Mm-hmm. Now we're having fun again. Versus like, oh, don't let that annoying, troublesome thought be there and let's stay over here and have fun. But it's there. Like it's yeah, there whether you yeah, like it or not. You only have yeah. fun I don't when know. you're winning. Because like, yeah. obviously winning is fun. Yeah. Like, because like, I've had that. I've had, yeah. I've for sure been there of like, dude, go have fun. Like when I'm loose, I'm like, I look back on footage of me and Hayden playing and like in big matches and I serve it out or I do something dumb and I laugh. Like, that's literally, like, my expression. Like, I need to do that more often. Yeah. But then when I try to do it, it backfires. So I was more like, let's just observe when I get to that state rather than, like, trying to get me to that state. I, I don't know. It's yeah, there's an interesting balance. psychology yeah, For me, I'm like, is where's fun and then, like, 
lack of focus goofing off happen. Right. And I think that's where, you know, you know, kind of just talking <clears throat> with, with Chase when we talk about that, he's like, I want you to have fun, but like going to the crowd and like doing all this stuff and being who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I didn't really come together with Chase a lot. Like I would, he set me like a great ball and then I wouldn't like come together right. with my partner. I'm like, dang it. Like there's a balance and yeah, you right. have to find that with yourself. But you know, the, the fun part is, you know, I think if you are all about winning, but then like making your heirs be like aggressive heirs, mm-hmm. like if that's you, then, right. you know, if you come and step close and you swing high hands and you did everything right, you know, versus doing like a lazy cut shot because yes. you didn't get your feet there. Right. And it's like, <laughs> like, I hate when kids do that. Like, I absolutely hate when they kind of laugh off the, mm-hmm. cause you're embarrassed. Right. You're embarrassed that right. that just happened. Mm-hmm. But like, that's okay. Yeah. But it's not funny. It's yeah. like, don't make that mistake again. Like, right. That's where that, and that's who you can tell who really wants it and who mm-hmm. doesn't. But right. like, yeah, for me, it's like, I don't want to goof off, but I need to, I need to play my own game. Right. I'm never going to be CPAT. I'm never going to be, you know, Triborn or right. whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to be those guys. I can take a little from everybody. I'm like, oh, I really like that, you know? But you got to find out what, who you are. Right. Yeah. In the mental side. And if, you know, somebody looks at my game and they're like, that would be exhausting. Like, I don't know how he's focused. Mm. But then I'm like, all right, to be solemnly quiet, I would die to my thoughts. Right. That's like, exhausting. <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but that's that's what I think it is, has been all last year and then now kind of settling in. Yeah. And being like, yeah, like, just score. Score the point. Yeah. Let the ball hit the sand because winning is awesome. Mm. You know, ESPN's great. Top right. 10. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. You know, but that's where I think it was the summary of my career was like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Highlight, but didn't win. And it's like, uh, now it's just like win. Like mm. there's so many things that I do now. It's just like, just score. Yeah. It's not pretty, but like that's going to score us. The, that's going to win us this yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's also like winning ugly, right? Like yeah, simple and ugly. Yep. You get it done. Maybe that wasn't fun on the court, but those eight hours, 12 hours till the next day when you play, that's a lot more fun. 12 hours versus that 45 minutes on the court. Uh-huh. Granted, those highlights are nice when they pop up, but when you jump 40 in the sand, they're, those are going to come either way. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to yeah. try. <laughs> I know. They're, they're, it is it is funny to just think you're just like where it is. But yeah, everybody's like, you know, Theo and, you know, Bill Kalinske, but like those kind of people who just have that high line. You know, mm. It's kind of just like the, boring. Right, right. Like, yeah. come on. But it's like, Theo, you know, it's just like, it works. Yeah. It the yep. high swing, spatchy, it works. And it, it's just, that's the thing. You know, it's such different to me, but it's like, yeah, that bounce or whatever. You know, I look back in old film and I was just like, it was like just feast or famine and just absolutely hit or just get roofed. But it was like, yeah, like I'm against other qualifier guys. I'm like, right. you know, what am I doing against these matches? And then it was kind of like this thing where I'd get to the high seed and it'd be like a 21-15, 21-16, like mm. demolished. And I was like, dang it. So, yeah, score the points and, you know, find you, be who you are. I think a lot of people like reference sports psychs and how crucial they are and so yeah. i definitely want to get more into it's getting big getting more into that mm. because i think that untaps your your own brain which i think if you try to be the kobe mamba mentality that's like that was him he's a killer yeah like, that was gnarly down, like yeah. i'm not i wish i was that competitive like i'm not competitive with video games which is kind of sad but like, <laughs> i'm not i can't find it for volleyball <laughs> well, i think i always say it was like maybe something with like just church and like being like ah oh, whatever it's just a game like who cares right, right, you know right. like huh. I don't know. Like it was just like that was told myself that's so bad that like, you don't want to look that way. You right. don't want to be that like on the court I'm this way, but you know, right. When I'm in a pew, I'm this way. Yeah. And so 
I don't know. Just for me, like I just lost it. But yeah. like, get me on Rocket League with Theo, and we're just yelling at each other. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what it is. But I, again, you have to find your own thing. And I yeah, think exactly. if you're playing for a lot of money too, that's always nice. It yeah. gets you real competitive. Yeah, hundred percent. I've always loved the Matt Furbringer definition of fun when we had him on. Because you know, I don't need you to be goofing off, and mm-hmm. laughing, and being silly after you miss a cut shot. Yeah, know, that's not nothing about that's fun. He goes, fun is going to practice and you're focused and you come away from it and you're a little tired and you said, you know, I got better today because that's fun for me. Exactly. That's my kind of fun. Like you said, winning is fun. Mm-hmm. And so now that you have this pretty cool dialed in focus where you're like, you know what, Dave, I'm not trying to win in February. I'm trying to win Miami in mm-hmm. mid-March. And that's fun for me. Like oh, yeah. When I get back at the end of the day and the lady's like, how's your day? Like, you know, I did like X, Y, and Z and I really enjoyed doing it because I was focused and I think the feeling of being focused is so fun. And after practice, we're like, you know what? We did shit today. We yeah. lost every set. Yeah. But I worked on the high lines that I wanted to work on. Mm-hmm. I hit the line, the line serve, yeah. whatever it may be. I definitely feel like I lose. I lose to a lot of teams in training, mm-hmm. in preseason and stuff. Where I'm like, these guys probably are feeling real good about themselves <laughs> right now. But I didn't even know the score. Right. Nor did I care. Yeah. I was working on things yeah. the and whole time. half the time at practice, you know, everyone knows I love hitting a cut shot. Yeah. Troy blocked two in a row in Laguna. Uh-huh. 14-11, they yeah. won 16-14. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll just take, for the last two weeks, I've taken cut shot away. Couldn't hit it. Yeah. We've lost every set. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Or you can hit no. it higher. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I'm hitting line. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but again, you think about fun. It's like, yeah, does, you know, reading a 800-page novel sound fun? Not to me. To Travis. Yeah. But like, like the definite, like that's what you have to do. Like you got to find your own. Like you have to find like, what's your thing of fun? But like, yeah, everybody loves, but it's like a reading a book is productive. Right. Right. Like, you know, going on hikes is productive for the soul and the mind and whatever you want to say, but like those productive fun things. So you got to find those and find those relative to volleyball. Like, yeah. Is eating McDonald's fun? Absolutely. Like when it's going down yeah and then you're like all of a sudden like yeah watching tv all day was super fun but it's like no that's not fun like uh, that's right. laziness like yeah so it's like yeah the goofing off you're like that's fun but it's not gonna get you better so it's yeah. like furby to get better you know that was his thing so everybody has to find that but being specific that's why jose is so fun as a coach because he gets it's fun is there a fun counter um but it's uh he focuses you on one thing to work on like right. you know he's all about the side side yeah. shuffle steps on blocking oh, he gets so and all of that i mean i'm i may have uh yeah started mixed that into his <laughs> well it's like every instagram all the time every instagram video of you working out is like six bands on your legs and you're going <laughs> side to side <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, i got them out there today and we did all the, remember that stuff we were doing yeah i got them doing all this stuff <laughs> so you're just giving them all my things <laughs> yeah <perfect. laughs> you do? go here run yeah. over there block over here <laughs> but what, you have like an external goal and you you reach that goal and you know that can be your i'm trying not to say fun but oh, that could be enjoyable <laughs> For listeners, don't play a drinking game with fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or dare we lost dare it. your friends to do it. <laughs> yeah. Go listen to this podcast yeah. every time they say fun. Well, you've done you've done such a good job, I think, of putting yourself in a position to be successful, really no matter what happens. So you're one of the top defenders on the AVP. Could easily be one of the top blockers. Really freaking good on the right, really good on the left. It's almost, we were talking about how like the beginning of the podcast, so you want to develop skills outside of volleyball. Mm-hmm. So you're not just sort of lost. You've done the volleyball version of that where you're so good at everything that 
should something happen to a partnership or an injury, it's like, oh, well, Troy can do that. Oh, if, you know, if Cam gets hurt, oh, Troy's a good right side defender. Troy gets hurt. Oh, he's a great left side blocker. <laughs> yeah. You've done a good job of just putting yourself in a really good position to be very lucky, which is a ticket to success. Yeah, I think you're definitely the first draft pick for almost anyone. Everyone's Olympic point. alternate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter Perfect. what. Perfect. <laughs> That's what I want. COVID, come back, baby. I'm ready. It worked for I'm me. I'm going to be in a bubble. It worked I'm going to be for in the me. cabins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the only no, COVID I, yeah. alternate ever, maybe. I think it was. I, mean, uh, I, am. <laughs> UK, I think you are. Um, yeah, just serendipitous moments. And, you know, I think, you know, and little things in life, you know, like whatever, like you uh, <laughs> you pull into a parking spot and there's money in the meter. You're like, oh, thanks, God. Like, I kind of always said that. Like, I always kind of like thank God for like the little things in life and, you know, realizing. But like it comes from something. So like the opportunities to play right side, the opportunities to play as a blocker or as a defender, all these different things, like just be good at, at all and take everything as like a thank you moment. Like a like the chance to do this. Yeah, this is great. Not because again, we kind of talk about like laziness or like a goal. It's like, Oh, I'll play right side because I want to work on this. And no, you play left, you know, kind of getting your partner, mm-hmm. but that kind of pa- compassion that you were talking about, about my partner. It's like, I just want him to be as comfortable as possible right. and all deal with, yeah. even if they're underhand serving me every ball and I still can't side out. I want to be like, <laughs> Do you still like your set? Like, like yeah, I feel yeah, like make I sure they're like okay. If yeah. I'm playing with you, I'm like, Troy, stop worrying about me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I did that with Kame. I was like in uh, Vancouver. I always said like, is that a good set? And I did it like all tournament. Hayden told me never tell me sorry again at one yeah. point. Really? Because I, I like pepper and I'd be like, I'd ruin the pepper or whatever. And I'm young. I was like 23. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, stop. Just stop saying sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> Like, I oh, could, okay. could never. It's like, but that like gave me, me gave me the permission to like, not like to make errors. Basically, yeah. is what he's saying. It's like, you're gonna make errors. Like, stop making it a weird thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, good. That, <laughs> that, that makes things easier. Yeah. Sorry, I messed it up, Mister Hyden. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mister Hyden, how I felt. <laughs> Those things are always good too because you're bringing up a a set. Maybe you didn't like the set, mm. whatever. But you're like, hey, location was perfect. Yeah. Just a little higher next time. Yeah. Like your partner kind of like, oh, okay. Mm. Like it was really good. Yeah. Versus like, hey, could you set me higher? They're like, who's yeah. this guy? Yeah. And or somebody would apologize, you know, and be like, dude, that set didn't equal me hitting it out of bounds by 10 feet. Right. Like that was a good set. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, well, and those things. That helps your setter too. Speak. Your fault. Yeah. <laughs> your fault. <laughs> right as they set you. <laughs> That's what you chose. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Let me bail you out here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that video, that's what i mean i'm mic'd up we need to find a way where the more players can get mic'd up totally so there's so many evan cory has a cool thing of course he wore it on the day that he just spatched one got me right in the throat and it's hilarious but evan wore a uh, oh, were you wearing wireless it? mic evan was though oh i thought you were wearing it like right on your neck and it was no. like shattered and well, like, evan, <laughs> evan was wearing it he goes oh shit he's <laughs> like you're right <laughs> you could hear it perfectly on the oh, mic nice. though is it the dji ones I don't know, but it's uh, it's it's crazy. He has this tripod that is motion. Oh, the so pivot, pivot oh, yeah, thing yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then so it connects uh, with his phone, and then it ha- he the has mic. a wireless mic. Trippy it's technology. Pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. But it's it's big though. That might you got to get a yeah. less intrusive mic. See, I want to do the ones that they have on The Bachelor. Not that I've ever seen the show, but uh, <laughs> saw a clip sometimes. <laughs> Chris Austin was on. There. <laughs> <laughs> But they have like a necklace or whatever, and it's like they have it's like the necklace is the uh, that's the where mic. the 
lav mic oh, is attached, nice. but it. it's like waterproof and all this oh, other gotcha. stuff. But okay, because cool. I had one that was you know you still have to connect to the whatever the receiver. Mm. So it was like the Rode mic, yeah. the one that they came out yeah. with recently. Rode's good. Yeah, Rode's great. But I was like, they've got to be some more professional, right. higher technology for sure for us to do this. Because... Well, the NBA guys are doing it too. Like yeah, yesterday Luca had a the headset. Yeah, he had two no, just two earplugs. Oh really? While he in the game during the All Star game, he's talking on the national broadcast to no the way. announcers. And he's like holding his ears like so you could tell it's just two ear pieces that you couldn't even barely see. Hmm. And he was fully mic'd up. MLB live on national games. television. Preseason games are hilarious in the MLB because they have the, like the outfielders mic'd up and they don't and do anything. One, Fly ball is coming. Oh shit, guys! Let me get this. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> it's so funny. I got to move for the first time. In yeah, thirty minutes. You know what I might try is I just got hooked on to these headphones called Shocks. Yeah. Um, but they're the bone connected ones. Like yeah. the it doesn't go in your ear. It kind of like vibrates, huh. and you can hear it. It's the trippiest thing I've ever heard. My friend was wearing it. I thought it was like a hearing aid or whatever. Yeah. And he pulls it off, and he like puts it on. It goes around both ears, and it just sits right here, kind of like on your temple. Oh, weird. But it's like a you, if you play it loud, you like the outside world can hear it a little oh. bit, but it's like it just sends a vibration, but it's enough where your that is your wild. ears can pick it up. Whoa! But um, like that, if you just did your voice memos and you wore that, yeah, on the court, because it doesn't plug anything, so I can still hear you as, as good as day, right? But I can just have this thing just kind uh. of like so, but it can pick up on a phone call, so I can talk to people and just have it but i wonder if you just did voice memo and wore yeah. that device just have affirmation you are a good try yeah yeah you can't constantly <laughs> constantly oh it is dangerous because like i'll be at home and kind of just like watching things or like listening to something and then be like hey and i'm just like but it doesn't look like i'm you know when right. headphones is like the visible like yeah. i don't want to talk to you yeah these good ones are cue. these ones are a little dangerous because yeah. it's uh yeah maybe even good for these just like yeah totally no i definitely wire. need new ones um, I meant to set an alarm for 5.30 p.m. Yeah, Told no. you know when it was nice. Sorry, I've been, I'm in touch. It was 5, 5.30 I probably should go check on my child who's <laughs> yeah. alone in the house. <laughs> um, one thing I did want to say before uh, we head out is that, so I did a um, little research project trying to see if Taylor Sander was the fastest to get an AVP win, mm. and he is. Fastest AVP. But going through it was crazy to see how long it took people to get their first win. You're, you and Chase are tied for third, by the way. With it took you ten events, yeah. Jeff Nygaard second, but so Jose, because you mentioned a couple times, you're like, well, I'm just like the guy who isn't winning. But Jose made four finals his rookie year, didn't win. Made five finals his next year, didn't win, and that was 49 total events. I made two my finals, rookie year, didn't win. So yeah, I might have, two. I might have had um, Sander beat if I would have. Yeah. Won. I lost Theo and Nick. Yeah, but Sander made a final in his second. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and so- his third. That's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty wild. So you would still be, I, I would say, above average if you were to win one this year, just in the historical context of the AVP. Lee LeGrand took him 102 events to win an AVP. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Going through that, I was like, all right. I wonder what would Ed I rather have a win or would I rather time. play 100 and something events? That's a good question. <laughs> right. Well, you could play 100 events in five years back then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jose played in 49 his first two. 94 and 96. That's not Or 94 right. 95. Yeah. yeah. So you can't compare stats. Like these guys have 20 wins to their names. Like, yeah. Well, we've only played in 50 events. Yeah. Period. In five years. 
Yeah, well, I'll take that. Yeah. That makes me feel better. Yeah. There I you just go. wanted to encourage you. Yeah. I, I have compassion for you. Yeah. Too. This is a compassionate podcast. But on, it's, it's, it's so funny. It's the volleyball <laughs> community can be hilarious. It's like you get your, a win or whatever. Mm. It's like, eh, I was watered down. And eh, oh, okay. <laughs> totally. Eh, like, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, eh, it's like, okay, well, then what? Well, I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't there. So, it's, yeah. yeah there's, so many, there's so many things, yeah, that's just like with with the sport. Yeah, you don't because want to Because it again like it's the yeah, social media doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It's right. just like who like whoever again we kind of go back. We're kind of like hitting all our uh things that we talked about earlier. But yeah, it's like you're your own brand. You create your own brand. Mm-hmm. You could be the, you know, resume worst player of all time, but the most popular. Right. Because totally. of other things. It's just a crazy sport in that sense where it doesn't benefit, you know. Like that was just at the Genesis Invitational uh yesterday. Yeah. You know, and John Rahm taking home three point two million if he wins. Holy God. And it's like cool. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> like you won. Yeah. What about the last place guy? What did he yeah. win? Well it's actually crazy. 60K. So uh <laughs> we man, I am the worst for this. That's all over the place. But like Victor Hovland misses a putt and it was a birdie putt, like three feet, eighteenth green. And I was yeah. like, Man, I want to go back and just see how much that putt was worth. Yeah, so like he it, walked away with I think he was like twentieth. Walked away with one hundred ninety-seven thousand dollars. If he would have made that putt, he would have made two hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. <laughs> that was a hundred thousand dollar putt. Yep. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> just wa- I mean, yes, like the numbers, but just like talking about like they tell you that before the putt. Your caddy, yeah, yeah. it's for hundred k. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phew. Oh, I'm but because it, it is crazy because yeah. everybody gets a like. Well, everybody's going to somehow match the score, like seven under, eight under, yeah. nine under, you know, and so on and so forth, and even worse than that. Um, and so like, because you do that, you split all that money. So like you could be, there was only two people tied for 18th, Mm. but there was like nine people tied for 29th, Mm. which he was. So it was kind of like, instead of being 20, he's not 20. Totally. Yeah. He's like tied for 29th because all these people also got his same score. Yeah. But I was just like, Ooh, like that's tough. Like deciding out, you know, like I missed that, you know, like there's certain plays that I remember where it's like, Oh, but like in Rwanda, we were like, what's the point differential? Only 10 points difference and like 500 bucks. I was like, who cares? Yeah. I was like, that's why I'm so happy when I get a medal. Right. You're like, this is amazing. <laughs> like AVP, at least it's like, you know, a big difference, in, difference. In, the, in, the, yeah. in the change, especially yeah. in like finals and uh, semifinals. Yeah. You know, I think in a gold series, I think it's like bumps up five more grand. First, mm. yeah. you know, get third versus second. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like that. It's crazy. So, well, let's hope we get the win and. Maybe we'll put that, you know. We'll give you a good headline for this podcast if you win. Love it. Congrats <laughs> on the win, Troy. <laughs> Great win, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do two? Should we do yeah. two until we end it? You're uh-huh. the guy who lost with Phil, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Sorry, you have to Sorry, Phil. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I guess I didn't have fun. No fun was to be had. Troy, good to have you back in here, yeah. brother. Thank you so much. Glad hey, I was buddy. here. New studio. Good it's times. awesome. We'll have you back. We'll get a, a nap super water here Friday for you guys. Yeah, yeah. It actually is dark. I was watching it get dark. Yeah, right. We've been here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Right. Peace. Shoot. Shoot.